was it. And then we had we have been friends since seventh grade. No, no, no. I know ninth, ninth grade because I didn't right. go to Rancho. That's right. All my friends went to Rancho. My yeah. neighbors went to Rancho because I went to Catholic school from kindergarten to eighth grade. Mm-hmm. But then my sister, she didn't go to Catholic high school. She went to the high school up the street. She went mm-hmm. to public high school, East Lake High School. And I was like, oh, me too. And my parents were like, no, no, no. You're going to St. Augustine, the all boys Catholic school. And I was like, absolutely not. No, I'm not. Pass, yeah. And they were like, yes, you are. So I purposely failed the test to get into the school because it was, an, it was an expensive school. Wait, your mom doesn't listen to this podcast, right? She might. I'm going to tell her. Oh, shit. She knows. I finally told her okay. like maybe two years ago. Okay. She was just like. I didn't want that living on my conscience. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're going to have to go to bed like, oh, exactly. man. It's like, man, his mom's going to be so like, disappointed in me. We outed him. It was an expensive high school and and. And I was just like, no, I want to just go to free high school where I can mm-hmm. wear jeans and a tee. <laughs> yeah. And and so I failed, even though I had someone willing to sponsor me to go to the school, wow. an alumni from that high school was like willing to. Wow. I uh, was like, no, hell no, I'm going to public school. So you failed. I failed on purpose. So you were like, I don't know who the father, the son, or the Holy Ghost no, is. Exactly. Don't let me in. Mm-mm, I just was like, I don't know any of this. He's <laughs> just asking Jesus questions too. Oh, yeah, That's definitely. What it, is. it was just a little bit of both. Catechism stuff. It was, like, it was like math. Well, because like kids came to my school to do their catechism where I had just done it all day. That's why I met Salvador. Oh, wow. Salvador did CCD, which was the after school catechism. uh, And that's how I met Salvador. I met him in third grade. Wow. Yeah. So one of our friends from ninth grade, I didn't know like for like almost a year. I think it's, I think it was for a while. Like, it was a like, while. It's like halfway into sophomore year. You're like, wait, I know you from third grade. Yeah. Cause my dad <laughs> and this other kid's dad were best friends. And yeah. I had met him when he was a little kid, when his dad was still kind of, his dad wasn't really always there. Mm-hmm. But when he was, that's how I met him. And then like, he was one of his best friends and mm-hmm. I was, and then from middle school happened to realize I've known him forever. Small world. Yeah. Chula Vista, baby. Small town. 619. That's right. Roy Mysterio. P-O-D. What, what P-O-D represent? <laughs> That's right. Is that where P-O-D's uh-huh. from? Oh, yeah. Chula Vista. Didn't they? Fuck yeah, P-O-D guys. pushed Salvador's mom's car up the hill. Remember? He lived. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, they feel so alive. <laughs> they do. The youth of the I nation do. pushed exactly. the car Boom. up the hill. Right up the hill. Oh, my God. I love it. <laughs> this yeah. is great. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the 500 <laughs> yeah, guys. Greatest Films Hey, podcast. everybody. Here comes the boom. Ready or not. <laughs> oh, that wasn't P-O-D, was it? <laughs> yes, it was. Yes, it was. Really? I know because it's in the movie wow. Grind, Ready. and they play yeah. it, right. and then they're like, you know what? This song's so good, we're going to start it over. <laughs> and then that song starts again, dude. That, and they play all the way through That reminds again. me of the movie Ready to Rumble, the WCW wrestling mm. movie. They play uh, Worst Enemy by Lit three times. <laughs> I forgot about Lit. Three times in I forgot, one movie. like... They're called lit. Yeah. Yeah. They invented being lit. Exactly. Man. And they dressed like 50s, like he had like a pomp and mm-hmm. like sideburn. It was weird. That's a, that, that's a band that's, that sang the song. You make me yes. completely miserable. They opened their set yeah. at um, Warp Tour. No, uh, <laughs> Woodstock 96 oh, with that song. Great. Saying, You make me come. You make me completely miserable. You make me complete. That's Man. how they got ninety six thousand people going. I wish that's great that more <laughs> bands would go back to the sexual innuendo. <laughs> Why not pun phase? Yeah, Why not? Great. I'm a dick. <laughs> I'm a dick. Oh, was that dick. simple plan? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> gotcha. uh, uh, funny story about days. funny story about our guest on the show today. Uh, he came up with the it's best be crazy ever. When everybody finds mm, out who it is. Yeah, the best ever <laughs> fake band name. 
Do you remember when you did that? Was yeah. it slip stab? Yep. Slip, slip stab. stab. Because I, I, I don't like new metal. I never <laughs> never did, despite the professional wrestling world being nothing but new metal. Yeah. Like, quick, quick, or like the POD song you were talking about like two seconds ago, that was definitely like a WWF pay-per-view theme. Yeah. And uh, like, I just don't like any of that music. I don't and even remember. We were just clowning. The, what was the context? We were just I clowning? I had friends who came up with a couple of good we, ones. Yeah. Like, yeah we were making, names. I think we may have actually just been playing around with instruments and like making mm-hmm. like, you know, like starting playing crap. Happy, like new metal riffs, and mm-hmm. then we've just made made up slip stab. And you, and there you was like you Bloodbath and Beyond? <laughs> oh, that's good. And that's then a like a, a Christian uh, metal band mm-hmm. called Marital Sex. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That's so funny. But it's so funny that like this is just going to bring me back to basically high school because you, when you think back on those times, it's it, the funniest thing is what you remember in yeah. the specific bits when you're just clowning with your friends. So like from when Andy created Slip Stab, and you rattled off a couple that I yeah. don't remember. I, I just remember, remember Slip Stab, but like that has been my go-to fake band name Me too. since then. Still anytime, so good any, too. Yeah, anytime there's Man, been I'm any- I'm just imagining someone like slipping and stabbing somebody. That's, so that's, that's what I envisioned. I envisioned a, okay, the band Puddle of Mud made me think- <laughs> Remember when I used to do the <laughs> Jeff Goldblum reasoning <laughs> stuff together also? Yeah. Ready? Go. Well, yeah. Give them two things. Well, I, I thought, okay, what's a bad band? Puddle of mud. What if somebody slipped in a puddle of blood? Slip knot, slip stab. And that's how I came up with it. Damn. And there it is. There and you that, have That's it. the invention uh, of uh, the like, greatest band uh, ever. Uh, uh, finds uh, a way. Uh, finds uh, a way. Uh, uh, now here See, I and am. that was a game we made up. It wasn't yeah. even improv warm-up. That's we made true. up a game where we would piece reasoning together like Jeff Goldblum does. They made fun of it on South Park really well. Yeah. And we would do that. You would get a starting topic and you had to wrap it all the way around back to the original topic mm-hmm. but getting as far away from it as possible first <laughs> and we would just do that in my car on the way to like on the way to improv shows and mm-hmm. stuff like that or on the way to toys r us's to look for action figures damn right best times of my life me you and gabe hunting best times of my life uh this is the 500 greatest films podcast my name is hector navarro sitting across from me is my good buddy mr keller knobloch say hi keller hi and our guest today is uh, how you doing, Kelly? You all right? I'm doing good. Okay, I'm okay. sorry if that sounded weird forlorn <laughs> or crestfallen. Anything. Hello, crestfallen. Hi. I sat through the Phantom Menace. <laughs> you got to sit. Through I got to sit through to. it. You're privileged. Yeah. Earlier today, I was like, man, what am I gonna do with my yeah. Friday night? Yeah. And guys, also, just peek behind the curtain. It's Friday night. <laughs> we fucking party hard. <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna be this is gonna be great because I was uh, so happy that uh, my buddy from ninth grade. Going all the way back to how old is that? 2001. How, 2001. Yeah. 2001. 15, 15, yeah. Uh, and we're 14, Hard 15. Year for a country. Um, uh, a guy that I've known since then who has uh, pretty much since I've met him been one of the funniest guys I've ever known in my life. Stop. Somebody who is a personal hero of mine because he had a dream when I met him and he said to me, I'm going to be a professional wrestler. And that is sure enough what he does to this day. Uh, and he is Andrew Polito. You may know him as Yuma. Yes. And uh, uh, and he's also the number one Star Wars The Phantom Menace fan that Absolutely. I've ever known in my life. Absolutely. Did, you know what's crazy? Mm. I found a guy who might actually compete with me on no. Phantom Menace Love. Where? On Instagram. Are you going <laughs> to fight him to his death? I, I would because... Are you going <laughs> to meet him on the field of battle? Because we disagree on literally everything else. Really? Oh yeah. Everything else about Star Wars? No, real life. Gun, gun, toting, right wing. And I'm like, how do you like this movie as much as I do? (laughs) 
Isn't that weird? This movie's so pure, and you're so different it's from me. So weird. He's like, I like when the government starts. To oh take yeah, over. and like, like you know, like I'm like I don't know. I'm not trying to get all on morals, but like yeah, you know, I'm, I, get into I, it. you know, I'm not into hunting for sport like sure. at all. And he's like, oh, bought my boys rifles. His kids are like six, and they're Jeez. killing things. Yeah. <laughs> They should be building pod racers. <laughs> yes, but but he also, above his bed, mm-hmm. his wife mm-hmm. has allowed him to have what I believe was a gigantic movie theater display. Oh. And it's like, I'm talking like his wall to wall. Yeah. And he has Taco Bell like hanging stuff from the Phantom Menace promotion. Wow. He has every single Pepsi product can that had the characters on it and he even has ones that weren't released you know mm-hmm. we'll give it to him we'll give it to him i think he has me beat because he has the pepsi cans i don't have those my mm. dad made me throw them out <laughs> what are these cans but also you it's it's a different it's different no i you know what i'm not gonna give it to him i'm gonna i'm gonna give it to andy andrew was a number one phantom menace fan you know why why because i can guarantee you that you love that movie for completely different reasons than what that guy loves about it i That's think so true I, you know so it's that like, guy, i don't that uh, I don't want to talk to that guy about what he loves. Yeah, I don't want to. He likes the guns. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't want to talk about what he loves about. Exactly. He's like, I wish I had lasers. It's no, for real, like we can get into it because Phantom Menace is the beginning of the prequel era mm-hmm. and there is a lot of interesting Toxic things. Toxic fandom and did those, the, yes. the beginning of, of yeah. liking so something so much that you hate that it. You hate Everything. others. Yes, yes. Like it's true. That's what a weird and what a weird like I don't know, for us. When that came out, I was twelve. Yeah. You know, so pretty and formative. You're fucking jacked for it to happen. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like I couldn't, I couldn't wait. I didn't get to see it at midnight because mm-hmm. I was twelve. Mm-hmm. And my mom was like, "No, we'll go right after school on uh, Wednesday or Thursday." Mm-hmm. And I remember, uh, not a lot of my other friends were very excited about it. Mm-hmm. You know, they liked Star Wars, but nobody liked it like I did. Still, because you grew up with it, you had the VHSs of Star yeah. Wars. Yeah. You did you go to the the theatrical release? Absolutely, at the Chulavista Mall. At the remember when uh, I just went there the other day. It's an AMC now, but it was a it was a Nickelodeon theater first, mm, much what? to my, so my sister and I, we go to this brand new theater in the Chula Vista Mall, Nickelodeon theater. We're like, oh, I bet you're going to be gack everywhere. <laughs> it's slime on the ceilings. <laughs> no, they meant like the old timey word Nickelodeon. <laughs> yeah. So there was classic film crap everywhere. And I just like, yeah. I remember walking in there and being like so bummed. And then it became something <laughs> called a cinema star. And my mom took me to yep. see all three special edition movies there in 97. Mm-hmm. And, awesome. um, and you were already collecting the toys and you were oh, yeah. already I started into collect- Star Wars. I started collecting the figures in 95 when Kenner uh, reintroduced Power of the Force 2. That's when they were all jacked. Luke yeah. had like giant pecs. Yeah. Uh, Even Leia Princess looked, Leia was Leia, like. Yeah, Le- Leia was yoked wishes. and her head looked like an ape for no I reason. I think it's those toys are what ruined it. <laughs> I, I like, I, this is my Luke Skywalker. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like so, somebody's, they, they probably are butthurt. Like yeah. that, Luke had feelings in the Last Jedi. Yeah. Like, no, no, no. My Luke's Jack. <laughs> <laughs> my Luke lifts. He doesn't cry. <laughs> no way. <laughs> but yeah, where's so, the rest of Leia's gorilla chin, <laughs> dude? I'm telling you, that figure is bad. So bad, they had to release one. Like maybe like in '96 mm. or '97 that said had a big sticker, all new likeness, all new likeness. Yeah, that's. Yeah. And, and Do you think Carrie Fisher made it? Made a big deal about it? Maybe? I don't think she gave a shit about. Anything yeah. enough. She's never given a shit. I feel, I, I feel like awesome. she probably was just like, who cares? Mm-hmm. Or she probably, who knows? She probably was even like, yeah, that does look like me. <laughs> you know? I don't know. I just read her, um, her like she autobiography. Uh, and in it, it, like she, she does kind of rip George Lucas for, 
and it seems like it seems like it's a kind of like oh he's my eccentric uncle he's my it doesn't seem like she like hates him or loathes him or anything but there is a thing of like you turned me into a shampoo head bottle yeah like you know you you those kinds of early 70s deals took away her likeness and Mm -hmm. those actors likenesses to make before those were yeah things in the deal for sure and now they're all in the deal and now these actors like get their faces scanned so that the toys will look like them and it's all you know they get royalties and stuff like that Mm -hmm. but like before then it was like nah, a free it was for a wild all. Lot. It was yeah, a free for all. I mean, George was making millions and millions mm-hmm. off off their faces, and they mm-hmm. were getting you know, you know, some money from other avenues. I'm sure. Yeah, but yeah, but you're right. Back crazy. then, it was just like, hey, no, she's on these birthday party napkins. Yeah, hey, she's this toothbrush. <sighs> It's nuts, and uh, yeah, but anyway, let's let's get into it because yeah. we, we, there's I'm so ready. much to talk oh, about yeah. with this movie. Like, there's there is a lot that we can talk about around the movie we can talk about your love of star wars the franchise we can talk about george lucas as a filmmaker we can talk about fandom and what this movie did wait a minute started are you guys running off an actual list bro yes who compiled this list okay let's get into it so we have two (coughs) traditions here on the show the first tradition is going to be that by the end of the episode we're going to ask you andy to come up with a movie that you believe deserves to be on the list of the 500 greatest movies of all time. Okay. We've asked each one of our guests okay. in the past. I'll start. Okay. You start thinking about it. Keep it can be there. it can be the movie we watched today, but just to give you a heads up, a Star Wars movie has not been picked yet by any of our guests. Okay. So we, we've, we've done a whole year. We've got about 51 movies so far, and by the end of 10 years, we will have a, a brand new list. But this is going to take Keller and I 10 years to do. We're going off of a magazine that came out in the year 2008. It's Empire Magazine. Okay. They compiled this by polling 10,000 of their readers. This oh. is a British movie magazine. They also polled a bunch of producers, directors. You can see Kevin Feige. Oh, and critics, 10. though? And critics, yeah. fifty, you know, 150 critics and Hollywood people, uh, producers and writers and, and, uh, and directors. So you can see some really interesting top 10 lists. The way they did it is they asked everybody and their readers, just shoot us your top 10. They compiled the numbers and they got 500. Okay. So Interesting. So enough people put Phantom Menace in their top 10 to get it to count. And so can I can I say I am surprised? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm yes. pleasantly surprised. Yes, I thought this was y'all's 500 favorites. No, I was no, like, no, cool. no, 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 no. Man, I'm but sorry then, that but there you wasn't know that much enthusiasm. <laughs> going his moans and groans before we started confused me. I was like, did he not pick this one? Was this a Hector pick? This is a Hector pick. This is a Hector pick. Just to yeah, get, Hector just to, loves this movie. I I would. I'll, I'll be I'll be upfront. I would put every other Star Wars movie except the prequels on the list of the top 500, and I would also exclude Solo. But I would put in my own personal list, I'd put the originals, <laughs> I'd put Force Awakens, Last Jedi, and Rogue One. They would all have a slot on there for some of the greatest Keller's movies of all time. No. Keller, what, no. how many, if all, if How any, many of them? There's 10. If any. So there's 10 yeah. now. How many? Say you, gotta, you pick two. Two. Pick two. You pick Which two. two? You yeah. pick an oldie and you pick a new What are your two? I'm picking my favorite... Of the old ones is Return of the Jedi. Hell yeah. But Hell yeah. Not, that's not the one everybody... Everybody will say it's got to be Empire, but it's probably got to be Empire's New Hope. Empire's my number four. Yeah. Whoa. Oh, 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 Should we do ranking? Let me read this first. Okay. okay. Our second tradition is that Keller is yeah. going to set the stage by reading what Empire Magazine, again, made okay. my What British number is it? 449. In a British accent. Star Wars Episode 1. <laughs> the Phantom Menace. <laughs> 1999, (laughs) director George Lucas, despite a plot about 
trade embargoes and tax incentives. Guff about midichlorians and binks. Greatness is so ingrained in the DNA of Star Wars, we're surprised the Ewok adventure didn't get on the list. <laughs> Maybe the pod race and Darth Maul drag it away from the dark side. Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> they are pretty snide about it. Yeah, I was going to say, that's like a, hey, this probably shouldn't be in here, but somehow it is. Yes. Yeah. yes. Also, I'm really bummed I missed the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. <laughs> Love that movie. <laughs> yeah, we should have had you on we for that, that one. Um, yeah. That was brutal. That was uh, that was that was tough because that movie and the prequels have for me a lot of similarities. Where like like this movie says, the greatness, the DNA is yeah. there. It yeah. is undeniable. There are great things about even about the new ideas presented mm-hmm. in Phantom Menace. George's new ideas. There's still great things in there, and it's the execution, and it's the it, weird things that happen. <laughs> where where K- Kingdom of the Crystal Skull has weird things where we were like. What did what did Harrison Ford just do in the back of this truck? What's that weird sound effect? And then it, it moves and cuts, and we're like, yeah, the stuff with Mutt Williams where he's swinging on vines is weird. Versus very weird, right? It, it just distracts from like what is great. The CG gophers are weird, and it distracts from like what's great about that opening scene. And Phantom Menace has the unfortunately the bad things that people remember detract from like the stuff that is good in it, yeah. you know, and it's, and it's a shame, but, um, yeah, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull would have been interesting. We went through our, in, our sort of indie rankings then. Oh, okay. So just real quick, what's your indie ranking? Uh, release order. So one, two, three, four. Yeah, yeah. Got it. Temple. Well, okay. yeah, no, Raiders, Raiders first for Raiders sure. Raiders, first. Temple, Crusade, and then mm-hmm. Crystal Skull. Mine goes Temple of Doom, Raiders, Last Crusade, Crystal Skull. Keller? Mine's probably one, two, three, four, two. One, two, three, four. So yeah. now. Or two, one, Three, four. Okay. I mean, it's 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 a personal preference. Though. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like uh, I love short round. Yeah, I that's that's why I'm having round. a hard time. <laughs> <sighs> oh, but oh man, but Marion. Yeah, oh, I know man. she's great. Yeah, I'm your goddamn partner. partner. I love great. that. I love that. So now we have to go to our Star Wars rankings. Let's have Keller go first. This is tough. There's Keller. ten to do oh, now, man. brother. I have to yeah. do all of them. We have to do all the bullshit There's ones. A New Hope, Excuse Empire you. Strikes Back. First of all, <laughs> okay. I don't really mean they're bullshit ones, but like I don't like. <laughs> There's ten. There's ten. So of them. what? Are, what are the ten? All right. It's it's bottom. Hang on. A New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi, mm-hmm. Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones, Revenge of the this Sith. Is the first yep. Star Wars. Movie. Force Awakens, Rogue One, Last Jedi, Solo. Solo. And we're not counting the theatrically released. First few episodes of the Clone Wars called Star Wars: The Clone Wars. No, we won't. They, we won't okay. count that movie okay. because it, it really is combined episodes, it's cartoons. Yeah, it's and I mean it's. I like it, it's but cool. it, but it, but it's episodes. It's yeah. very clearly like yeah. it feels like a big episode, not a movie. Yeah, Th- yeah, three of them um, put together. So. Are we okay. gonna exclude the two Ewok movies? <sighs> yeah, I've never seen them, so were we're they, gonna have. Were they oh, guys. theatrically released? Really not here in uh, Europe. They were interesting. They were theatrically okay. released in Europe, but not in the United States. They were on ABC in the United States. Yes, we're all right for me. Number one with the bullet Christmas special (laughs) also not allowed (laughs) okay uh the last one attack the clones okay okay so that's your that's that's 10 10 is attack of the clones nine is probably revenge of the sith revenge of the sith eight phantom menace eight solo phantom menace no i'll put phantom menace okay and then solo seven solo six and then i lost count (laughs) six you need three originals, three originals, and Rogue One. Oh, my God. Um, this is impossible. Oh, come on. Okay. I'm going to put... This is so hard. <laughs> I'm going to put... 
I already said Solo. I'm going to put Rogue One after Solo. I don't okay. like Rogue One, guys. I'm sorry. It has no rewatchability for me. Oh, I'm I only shake like... the mic so it sounds like I'm throttling him. <laughs> what? I only like <laughs> K2SO. Blah, 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 blah. I got throttled. I'm pissed about it. I'm We're really all mad upset. now. Yeah, man. We're still next hurts. to each other. I, I got to take a breather. Um, where am I at? So you need the, uh, the three one. originals and the three new ones. Yeah. Okay. The three new ones? Or two well, new ones. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He's got five left. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then I'm going to say... Star Wars. A New Hope? Yes. Okay. Empire. Wow. Return of the Jedi? Return of the Jedi. Force Awakens. Ooh. And then Last Jedi. Last Jedi is your number one? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Top heavy with the new stuff. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Do you want me to go next? Sorry, guys. Yeah, because my list is offensive. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I'm not not offended by it. Okay. Like, I'll get jumped on the streets after this comes out. Bottom of the list, I'm putting Phantom Menace. We'll we'll bleep out your name or whatever. Put my home, put my home address yeah. on it. So <laughs> Phantom Menace is ten. Yes, I have my reasons. That's number ten. Number okay. nine, Attack of the Clones. Number eight, Revenge of the Sith. Number seven, Solo. Number six uh, is is going to be. What'd uh, you say was ten? Fan, Phantom Menace. Okay. Bottom number okay. six is going to be um, Return of the Jedi. Five is going to be. Empire Strikes Back. Four is going to be Force Awakens. Three. Force Awakens makes sense. Three is going to be A New Hope. Two is Rogue One. And one, one is The Last Jedi. Jedi. Nice. I really like that you guys like The Last Jedi. Yeah. Because I, I, I love it. Great. I love it. Now I need to put it in my list somewhere. <laughs> I got to figure it out. So All right, I was telling Keller when I got here. ranking. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my top three has not changed in probably 15 years, despite the new ones coming out sure. and, like and, and blowing like, me away. And you liking them. Yeah. I have not disliked a single thing that they've put out so far okay. since Disney took over. Okay. Um, again, the only things I never really liked at all with Star Wars was a lot of the expanded universe stuff. Mm-hmm. And then again, not all of it. There mm-hmm. were some really cool kids books, mm-hmm. uh, but in terms of movies and stuff, I'm a very happy camper. Number one. Oh, are fuck. Go, are we going to go number 10? Wait, no, Should I go backwards? No, yeah, because, yeah. because okay, so my three never changed. Gotcha. So I kind of have to. Okay, give us your one, two, three. Number one, number with one, a bullet, we've got A New Hope. Yeah, my favorite classic. movie of all time. Can't deny it. Can't I've deny seen it, it more than anything. In, and the reason it's my number one is because it could have been the only one. I agree. And True. stood I agree. tall. True. Yes. It has a beginning, a middle, and an end. Perfect. And that leaves you wondering about the full before and wondering what's next. Mm-hmm. So they never had to do anything else. So that's why it's just number one forever. I think you can make a case for it still being the best one. Yeah. Hands down. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. for a lot of reasons, no matter like personal feelings aside, mm-hmm. if going off technical stuff, there's still a lot of reasons you would still put it above newer ones. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's number one. Number two for me is Return of the Jedi. Okay. Uh, I've always loved that one. That was probably number one for me until I was in like high school mm-hmm. and I realized why I liked A New Hope so mm-hmm. much. Uh, number three, Phantom Menace. What? Top three. What? Top three. A sense of adventure that only an origin story can <laughs> can present. Okay. Uh, number He's four. He's getting into his defense immediately. <laughs> <laughs> number four is The Empire Strikes Back, and having it below Phantom Menace has had people swing at me. Uh, having it in your, like, I don't know, just the love that you have for Star Wars, I feel like mm-hmm. people are like, oh, man, a fellow Star Wars yeah, fan. Yeah. They get and excited, they get and then I tell it. them that, and they're like, oh, yeah. we don't like him anymore. <laughs> uh, that's number four. Number five is uh, Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. Uh, number six, I'm going to say Rogue One. Okay. Mm-hmm. Number seven, 
uh, Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. Number eight, Solo. Number nine, Attack of the Clones. And my least favorite is actually Revenge of the Sith. Revenge of the Sith. Just real quick, why is that one your least favorite? I don't like being sad. <laughs> and I and Agreed. watching him fall it's, is sad. It's genuinely sad for It you. is. It is. It's a character yeah. I saw bad first, but mm-hmm. to see him be good and mm-hmm. want to be good and want to be good and then become bad because mm-hmm. of circumstances around him mm-hmm. made me sad. Yeah. I don't like being sad. I don't yeah. ever like to be sad from a movie. Do you... Uh, do, can Especially you remember... such a departure from <clears throat> what it was originally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, if mm-hmm. you compare... Revenge of the Sith to the just the space fantasy of A New Hope Empire and all that. Like, even yeah. the saddest parts of Empire, that's still not as sad as watching this kid that we saw be a little kid. True. Like, that's why I like Phantom Menace. It's cool to see Vader as a little kid. That's a Cause, kid. Because you still watch it with the hope of, like, oh, maybe it'll be different next time I pop in Attack of the Clones. Yeah. Maybe things Who will knows? be different. <laughs> Who knows? But yeah, that's, that is actually Potential. why Revenge of the Sith is on the bottom. Wow. There's a lot of stuff in it that I think is amazing, like sure. the Obi-Wan Anakin fight, but yeah. I didn't want to see him fight. I yeah. knew they would. You are, I think, the perfect description of a thing that older Star Wars fans have, have like learned, which is that the prequels don't flat out suck to a younger generation because this younger generation grew up watching Anakin and his fall to power yeah. is genuinely like devastating to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, as opposed to older fans that are just, were watching it with like, yes, things are falling into place and yes. Okay, yeah. good. Now we're in a new hope done. Like, they're from, they're yeah, just you know. getting their answers. Right. And, and me, you, I'm getting my story. That was your story. You know, and, and obviously I'd watched the original three a million times before you Phantom remember, Menace came out. Do you remember if there was ever a time that you watched the originals differently because of what the prequels were telling you? Because, like, after the first time you saw Phantom Menace, did you go back and watch other stuff and you're like, "That's I saw Darth Vader as a kid. I, I remember that weekend watching all of them on VHS again <laughs> because I just needed more Star Wars because I didn't know the next time I'd get to the theater to see Phantom Menace. So that on a Wednesday. That that Saturday, I was like, well, you know, I know they're going to do two more movies, but mm-hmm. and Phantom Menace won't be on VHS. Remember how long it used to take for movies to come it out? It was like a year and a half. A year and a half. Yeah. You wait like, a long like, time. like forever. Yeah. Um, and so I was like, well, I'm going to watch the others. And no, it didn't really change anything for me. It mm-hmm. didn't make me like, it was literally like the same. Mm-hmm. Like it didn't make me like them more or less. It, what about like, after watching Revenge of the Sith? After Revenge of the Sith? Yeah, I think I did. I think mm-hmm. it did change the way I looked at a lot of characters. And I'll tell you this about why I like The Last Jedi so much. I never, ever gave a shit. About Luke. Thank you. Until the last Thank Jedi. Thank you. I one hundred percent agree. Like, like he, love Mark Hamill. Yeah, no, I love like, Mark Hamill. He does great. Yeah, he, but the role. Yeah. I mean, the character is a is a he's a whiny jerk, mm-hmm. the, and then he's like, so he's a whiny kid. Mm-hmm. Then he becomes an angsty, torn teen, mm-hmm. and then he's overly dope and stoic. I don't like how stoic he is in Return of the Jedi. I think mm-hmm. he finally cracks a smile in the Ewok village, mm-hmm. but I don't like super cool, like... Especially since hey, Yoda's such a, like... Yoda's a hoot. He's yeah. giggling, yeah. and Luke's yeah. like, no, I don't want to have fun, Grandpa. Yeah. <laughs> no. And we're all like, Yoda's the best. Yeah. Yoda is the Yoda's best. over here making jokes and mm-hmm. smacking R2, and then he's just like, can you stop my friends? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like, R2's my friend, dude. You it's can't, like you he's, can't fucking he's, hit him so, like, yeah. and, so, But Last Jedi, like him being upset with all he'd done, everything he'd seen, everything yeah. he'd went through. I, I finally it. cared about Brown. You buy it. I call him Brown Luke because the yeah. figure, the action figure, that <laughs> Brown Luke made me love Luke. 
Yeah. Especially since he is funny too again. Yes, he's great. There's far more humor in that, that character. Did you feel that? Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's just with, messing with it. With the force. And that's that's just like how he found Yoda. Absolutely. It's and it's based on those old Japanese stories of someone insignificant, like it was always like a troll on the roadside mm-hmm. actually being the answer. Mm-hmm. And the, that, the that's, monk, the wise yeah, monk. Yeah. The, but it was like yeah. always like, oh, like a troll on the hillside mocking the traveler on his path. Mm-hmm. And they don't realize that that's actually who they're looking for. It's Princess Mononoke. We saw it earlier yeah, yeah, last yeah. year. Same thing with the Billy Bob Thornton character. You're oh, like, yeah. oh, he's actually, he seems like a comedic relief type character. Mm-hmm. And even a little bit of Obi-Wan. Yeah. But when he, you know, hello there, first shows up and he's Ben Kenobi. Yeah. He's a regular and, old man. And they all ta- yeah. They all talk about him like, oh, he's this old, old crazy guy lives on the outskirts of town. It's like, yeah, he's a fucking Jedi. Like yeah. he's And like most, you, you know. said, he's even funny in Attack of the Clones. Yeah. Attack of the Clones and Revenge mm-hmm. of the Sith when he's just like, oh, like, oh, that, that one, that time doesn't count. Like yeah. all his little like Anakin yeah. and him have had fun. Yeah. And that's another reason I don't. Like, and it's, it's done on purpose. Yes. Attack of the Clones, it shows them as brothers, you know? Mm-hmm. The Clone Wars series especially, it shows Better. them as, yeah. as brothers, and mm-hmm. then for them to have to fight, it just bums me out, and I don't like being bummed. <laughs> that makes sense. You have, a, you have a love of this series, Andy, that, I've, that I have known in you since I've met you, that, like, I can't argue with it. I can't it's deny so it. It's so pure. You, it is. You put Phantom Menace at number three, and I'm just like, yeah, man. Yeah, I get it. it like. It, What's, you you make it you blend it all for me. It's you, such you, an insane yeah. contrast to yeah. Star Wars fandom yes. as it is known. Well, and that's like it's hard for me to talk about Star Wars. Like uh, my buddy Chris and Stixo, um, mm-hmm. like we've seen, we saw Last Jedi together, we saw Solo together, we saw Black Panther together. Like mm-hmm. they're just like my new like nerd homies that I met since I moved up here. Sure, and um, like when we talk about it, like I loved Solo, but mm-hmm. my buddy Stixo was like, "Yo, that sucked." Yeah, and I was just like. Okay. I didn't think so. I can't talk to you about uh, it. Yeah, exactly. It's like, well, we can't really talk about it. And, uh, you know, and so I was like, man, like now we can't really talk about it because you're only going to want to talk about the bad. Mm -hmm. Uh, And obviously he he actually did come around and realize he liked it a lot more than he thought he did. Sure. Um, But I've got other friends and, you know, I'm not going to throw them under the bus because they're probably (laughs) going to listen (laughs) because name names. (laughs) But I have friends that like get mad that I'm not mad. Yeah. They get upset that I'm happy. And I'm like, why are you mad? You, like, mm-hmm. I'm like, you should be mad that you spent 20 bucks you didn't want to spend. I'm happy yeah, with the 20 bucks. This in no way affects you. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm like, stop trying to make me not like something. They're like, yeah. well, what about this? What yeah. about Mary Poppins' Leia? I'm like, oh, you mean Leia saving that force juice for when it mattered most? That's cool to me. <laughs> she didn't do one cool thing yeah. until she needed to. Yeah. And like, I liked that. Absolutely. And then I go, oh, it looked fucking dumb. And I'm like, I thought it was magic. Yeah. Because yeah. that's what the fucking force is. And it's that's goddamn that's magic. What the franchise? And it's the fake. Whole thing is. <laughs> and it's fake. It's also fake. It's very fake. That's a really. Let's let's get into it. Do you think these because people think they're documentaries? I, I think that I think Ron that Hubbard wrote them. And they're true. actually true. Yeah, the Lord Ron Hubbard. The Lord Ron. Is that Hubbard. what the L stands yes. for? Yes. We have to turn the Lord last Lord week. Ron Hubbard. <laughs> <laughs> the Lord Lord Ron Hubbard. Is, is Samuel L. Jackson? Is he Samuel Lord Jackson? Absolutely. Yeah. Real quick, since yeah. we're Star Wars talking, did yeah. you? No, no. Billy D. Williams' name is William December Williams. <laughs> what? It's D E E is just his like stage name. It's actually a D for, for December. December. His name is William December Williams. Williams. That I'm fucking pumped is as hell right amazing. Now. If, if I find out that's fake, I'm going to be crushed <laughs> because I just found out that Chuck E. Cheese's real name is Charles Entertainment Cheese. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. And like oh. right after I found out that Billy D. Williams was William December Williams. You can't Williams. fucking walk into that place and be like, this guy's middle name is not entertainment. <laughs> it's entertainment. It's, it's you for want, sure you entertainment. Want to, you want me to bum you out with yeah. one though? Do you know the Cookie Monster's real name? Oh no. Fraud. Is it like Kurt? His real name is Sid. 
Oh, wait, I did know that. He is Sid the Cookie Monster. Yeah, I did know that. Mm-hmm. Why'd they get rid of that? Do you know? What's know. his last name? I don't know. All right. Probably like the, to, like the cookie, House. The, Whatever. The C is for monster. Cookie. That's good enough for me. Um, <laughs> yeah, so let's. So here's, what, here's what we got to talk about. Because we all came up in the early stages of the internet. Mm-hmm. Keller, you were uh, a few years younger than... Andy and I. I was eight years old when this movie came okay, out. Okay, and we were twelve. Twelve. Yeah. So you, so well, Hector was wait, what the time ba- of year did Hector it come was the out? baby of the group. I what time of year did it come out? It came out May of nineteen ninety nine. So okay, I was eleven. Yeah, I was eight years old. So I was about to turn eleven. Mm-hmm. My birthday's like a week after. Oh no, I was eleven, turning twelve. Is that what it was? Yeah, yeah, Correct. I, yeah. That's right. I was about to turn twelve. Mm-hmm. We always made fun of Hector. We acted like he was like four years younger than us because his birthday <laughs> was in September. Yeah. And like we're like, oh, Hector's finally nineteen when we were like, all like twenty. Yeah, five. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, like yeah. It's like no, I'm I make, same age. I make fun of him all the time. Too. Okay, <laughs> we should tease him shit. constantly. <laughs> I oh, am, I am old. He's so fucking old. My dad invited <laughs> so me. I'm like, to, hey, grandpa, uh, you want to do a podcast? This is how old I am. It's for like, real. It's my bedtime. My dad invited me to a concert for America the Band in yeah. July, and I'm so looking forward to it. America yeah. the, the band? band. Yes. Like horse with no name. Through the desert on a horse with no name. If You're excited yeah. to see oh, America. Hell yes, I love America. The That's band. That's so random. And but also, Hector uh, knows like hmm. four bands, and he only knows them <laughs> you because know they're on movie scores. <laughs> uh, that that was always a thing with Hector. Yeah. Like if he liked one band, that was it. Yeah. Like that band. Yeah. Be- Beastie Boys. Like I feel school. like Hector he was just the Beastie will just Boys guy. Probably just ride in the car in silence for a half hour. <laughs> like I just I'm gonna. Collect my thoughts. <laughs> That's what I do. Yeah, yeah. Is no, that I, accurate? No, I listen to film scores, man. I listen okay. to I listen like, to Michael Giacchino. I listen to yeah. Oh, I loved his Rogue One. Rogue score, One. By the way. So good. when that when that title hits, the uh, mm-hmm. I think it's called Beginning of a Long Journey. Oh, I love mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. You'll just fucking listen to that in traffic. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. I actually just turn the. I just sit in silence. I don't know why. <laughs> you do too. It's yeah, a lot. Oh my god. And I love guys. music. I was a musician. Like, yeah. but I just sit in silence like all the How? time. How? It's a good because he's comfortable How? with his thoughts. I'm not, including. I need to be drowned out. The the thoughts of uh, fandom. Of how we feel about shit. So we grew up and internet was pretty new. And as you were coming up, internet exactly. was was more normal still. Do you remember a time before the internet? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I do. Okay, great. Okay. Yeah. We're the last generation that's going to remember that. Everything else after us is like... It, I, it's I didn't automatic. notice the internet in terms of Star Wars until mm-hmm. Attack of the Clones. That mm-hmm. was the first time I saw, like, other than, like, Phantom Menace was word of mouth. And, yeah. and Siskel and Ebert shit. Yeah. It, you know? Mm-hmm. Like... TV and the news clowning like, oh, long lines around the building mm-hmm. of disappointment at the new Star Wars movie. Yep. But Attack of the Clones, so 2002 was, like was the first time I was just like, what did they think? Yeah. Oh, my God. They're mean. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's It sucks what happened to Ahmed Best, who played Jar Jar Binks. It sucks what happened to Jake Lloyd. It, we were talking about this. It, it, it sucks that, that the hate and vitriol that came for these characters – Ended up splashing on even Hayden Christensen. Yeah, everybody dunks on Hayden Christensen Keller. for for not being a, a great actor, a, dude. Sometimes <laughs> Hayden like, Christensen will come over and you'll be like, "Play one on one basketball with me." And it's like, dude, I'm gonna fucking dunk on you. You know it's gonna happen. You know I'm gonna fucking ball you so hard, and I do, I do, I do a couple of between the legs to alley oop to mm-hmm. myself and. Dunk on him. <laughs> dunk on, on, on him. I need to see that. Now. <laughs> Photoshop Keller dunking. But, but on like him. you said, like it's like it's like if I, I feel bad for you these hate actors. These, these people hate a space mm-hmm. platypus with rabbit ears, mm-hmm. and they were like, "I sure hope this actor is having a rotten day." I know. What it's is like? Where it's, does that connection even come from? Or just I, like they just need to like watch something else. Yeah, just exactly. Watch a different movie. Well, it, I think that there's Put a, it on a there's, different movie. There's a bunch of different factors at play. 
There is things. There is yes. There are things that are looped in with toxic masculinity and how men will feel. uh, Are you timing me? How long this is going to take? No, no, no. I got an alert on my watch. (laughs) Okay. No, I said I'm I'm, taking too long. (laughs) I'm I'm invested in what you're saying. I know. I know. I'm just messing. Um, But uh, the way that men feel entitled. For you know, and fans, but mostly men feel entitled about stuff, and and yeah. they sort of thrust forward this attitude on the internet of like this thing should be for me, and if it's not for me, if it's not geared towards me, then it's bad, and I feel entitled to talk to the creatives this way to because of the internet or to if talk I don't to like actors. It, no one else is allowed mm-hmm. to. Absolutely, yeah. this, I, this gonna, has to fail. I'm going to. I didn't like it. Yes, yeah, so I'm going to prove my fandom. I'm entitled to own this because I know all the facts about it, and I loved it since I was a kid. Yeah, I spent all my money on it yeah. since I was a kid, so they should give me what i want it's mm-hmm. like well they didn't give you what you didn't ask for anything in the first place absolutely hector, you happen to like what they'd already made yeah hector's kind of this way with his stance on dc mm-hmm. he oh. doesn't like them oh <laughs> how dare you how dare you keller likes to bring that shit up no but uh, there's a lot of similarities with uh, superheroes people uh-huh. on the internet give him so much yeah, shit it's true for 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 not loving a thing that they love but it's interesting because the right way, the right way, and they'll love a specific thing, and and talking about what you talked about earlier, Andy, how like it's a thing that in fandom made them hate everything else. Yeah, I know people that have attacked me on the internet for not loving the the sort of storytelling and the philosophy behind the Henry Cavill Superman character in those movies. Like for for me not loving that, and they love it, and then on top of that, they'll hate Christopher Reeve Superman. Completely and, right, and they're and then they're claiming that I'm not a Superman fan, and I'm like, but you hate like this thing that you, you hate say the original. that you yeah yeah this thing that you say that you love the new stuff that's very edgy and dark and 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 trying to be very heady is like you know sort of like training you or you are taking from it the the this the thing to say it's okay for me to hate. Christopher Reeve Superman yeah. because it's more kid friendly, or for me to hate yeah. the CW Supergirl show because it's you know what I mean like they, it's they, a girl. yeah because because they, they 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 take a thing and they think that it allows them to like hate everything else well and that that we saw that with people hating the Last Jedi and trickling into <clears> the <throat> box office fa- I mean I say failure because sure. of the standard it's held at it sure. still made a bajillion bucks mm-hmm. um, but that happened to Solo people mm-hmm. like boycott Star Wars until we get what we want mm-hmm. and. Now they all feel a fool mm-hmm. because Solo was one of the top selling Blu-rays of the year. It's killing it on home release. It because was what they, they wanted. Yes, it was what they wanted. Yep. It was exactly what they wanted. Yep. Like, hey, uh, spoiler alert. Uh, it's like, hey, you know that character you love that was a man? Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? He's a cool man in this one. Mm-hmm. And guess who what else? Darth Maul mm-hmm. and Chewbacca mm-hmm. and some swoop bikes. And like, Lando. It, it was, yeah. Like, oh, like, I'm sure they all hated L3 because she was like a <laughs> independent <laughs> Female dro- robot, yeah. like who cared about uh, <clears throat> social equality? Yeah. Yes, yes, I'm sure that was their real. Like, well, they had to put one thing, didn't yeah. they? Disney, darn Mickey Mouse, <laughs> SJW. Yeah, oh my no, god, I can't stand. I just want to karate anyone who says, uh, yeah, he was. So just for uh, going a karate crusade, <laughs> the, the listeners. Ready. Uh, Andrew was just punching the air just now slowly, yeah. like if he was. And just, I felt no, the but, fucking wind off. Yeah, me. No, I'm not playing over here. <laughs> but, but like you said, like that that yeah. hatred of one thing trickles into like gonna everything else about it, and you're gonna miss out. Mm-hmm. Solo is a perfect example mm-hmm. of someone being a little baby, mm-hmm. whining and taking their ball and going home mm-hmm. right before homie it's shows up with the nerf vortex ball. that whistled. <laughs> and it's you not know? even their ball. Yeah, they took the other kid's regular football. They're yeah, like, you home. know what? I'm gonna leave this ball here. Yeah. No one gets to play yeah. with yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. I'm popping the ball. The kid, yeah. instead of taking the ball and going home, they've yep. popped the ball. Yep. yep. And now no one gets to have fun. 
And it's the same in, again, the superhero world. The, the people that will be upset at one thing will, will do that bullshit. Boycott this, boycott yeah. that. And I'm like, if you say that this movie, if you're mad because a movie studio fired a director that you like, and those are the rumors that you're hearing, like you're missing out on all of the other superhero stuff that that company produces, cartoons, yeah. comic books. You're not enjoying that. Same thing with a lot of, I think, vocal critics of new Star Wars. It's like, well, have you read the Marvel comics? They're Amazing. great. That Darth Vader comic that just wrapped up with 25 issues great. by Charles, Charles uh, Schill. Like Soul, yeah. Yeah, that's being, I mean, it's being talked about by Star Wars fans from new to old mm-hmm. as being the best Star Wars comics period ever. Yeah, and and I got about ten into it before I fell behind and was like, "Well, I can't pay seventy dollars to catch up," <laughs> uh, or my wife would kill me if I yeah. bought that many comics. Um, <laughs> but it's you know, amazing. It's, yeah, it's amazing. And they're not they missed it because mm-hmm. they're because a, they're mad a, a about girl, a girl said something Ugh. about fighting what you or defending what you love. Yeah, exactly. No, exactly. A, girl, a girl made him mad in the movie theater. Yeah. And now they're missing out on a dope comic. So it makes me question. I'm like, but are you, then are you a star Wars fan? If you're not like everything they want is there. It's there. They're it's just there. lazy. It's, it's just, or, it's, and it might not be in that one particular mm-hmm. character. Mm-hmm. Correct. Correct. But it's like, yeah, people were upset that, you know, Han Solo and princess Leia, or General Leia, but they wanted her to be Princess Leia, and Luke Skywalker didn't team up as a trio. And, and I'm like, then just read the comic books that they're doing, or they're canon, they're great. Or read the novels. There, there's an yeah. artist I love. His name's Brandon Bird. I discovered him. He was uh, he did some pro wrestling art for uh, the brand Ruka or RVCA. Mm-hmm. He did some Inoki uh, art for them, and then he did an Aquabats album cover. And I followed him since, and he's a diehard Star Wars fan. And he was um, talking about how he's like, oh, like you guys are really mad that you didn't see Luke and Lando mm-hmm. and Han and Leia team up and handle some shit. And he was mm-hmm. like, watch Return of the Jedi because it's that. <laughs> exactly. And it's it's that. They've gotten that. They've yeah. already like, done it. Yeah. And, and so the same people that were mad about that. Mm-hmm. Were the people that oh Force Awakens was too much of the same exactly, and then Last Jedi is too different. It's yeah. like it's it's honestly it's just people being brats, like grown brats. Yep. Like like I didn't know you could be a brat at forty five. Oh yeah. But the internet has taught me that that is completely true. And you know you're very right in that it's 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 mostly dudes. It's entitlement and it's dudes. It's dudes. And there are women, but there's, of course there's, there's women that are that are you know. You know you know, any, anyone can be a yeah. dickhead. Yes. Anyone can be a shithead. But it this, doesn't, this man pre- or woman. This prevailing attitude. And a lot of it to me started with the force or the Phantom Menace because it even became, <coughs> here's an interesting thing too. The prequels came out and George Lucas became a butt of a lot of jokes. George yeah. Lucas became, uh, not just critically analyzing his work and actually seriously talking about his directing ability, the scripts, the writing, all that stuff, but like making fun of George, you know, trying to dunk on him. Yeah. So then when he sells the I'll fucking rights, do that too, guys. He, man. No way. You've seen those New Balances he wears? <laughs> actually, no. He wears those Nikes that I always make fun of. <laughs> <laughs> My he friend actually bought him. them. They're legit. I call them George Lucas nines. Like <laughs> he came over, he gave me a pair of those, and he says, "Whatever, George, I'll still fucking dunk on you. <laughs> I'll dunk on you in these shoes." So he on sells. You, dude. He sells the rights to Disney. Four billion dollars, and then they hire J.J. Abrams to direct The Force Awakens, to write and direct The Force Awakens. And J.J. Abrams is a phenomenal director. He reinvigorated Star Trek. He reinvigorated the Mission Impossible yeah, franchise. Yeah, Star Trek was cool. I've never liked Star Trek. That movie yeah, was dope. Absolutely. Yeah. Also, um, never liked Star yeah, Trek. Yeah, that movie's yeah. really dope. cool. It's yeah. very, very cool. And like he, he, he can, he can evoke those feelings that you have when you watch something like Star Wars. So then he gets, he gets like chosen to do this, and the internet calls him Jar Jar Abrams. 
Yeah. And it was, it was reminding me, it was hearkening back to 1999 into the early years of the internet where it's just like, so this is what you're going to reduce this original movie like Phantom Menace to. Immediately before anything. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, why are you calling him that? If you, everybody was complaining about George Lucas, he's the new guy. Yeah. Now, why are you saying that this, that J.J. Abrams is a hack and relating him to They're so George R. Willing Binks? It's to like, hate but it's like, and like, who, who did they want? I don't yeah. remember ever reading about who people wanted to take over mm-hmm. when it got sold. I don't ever remember reading that. I mm-hmm. just remember them being mad when it wasn't, when it was J.J. Yeah, absolutely. You I know? think they want like David Fincher to do a <laughs> Star Wars movie or something. Yeah, I, just have, like, I, I don't know. And, you know, like, I mean, there's obviously there's like some director. Like, I would love to see Spielberg do a Star Wars yeah. movie. Sure. You know? Sure. But, 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 I mean, he's not super I old want, or anything. I but. want 70s Spielberg to do a, <laughs> a Star Wars movie. I want 08. Yeah, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. <laughs> uh, just watch, but legit, Crystal like Skull. I can't. Yeah. Can, can you guys think of any examples that anyone pitched for the sequel trilogy? No, I can't. I, I, I remember when it was originally going to be three different directors. That yeah. bothered. That did bother me. Yeah, I know there were different directors for the original trilogy. It was going to be like JJ. It was going to be JJ Abrams, Ryan Johnson, and Trevor Colin Trevorrow. And I and I can tell you this: uh, I love Jurassic World, mm-hmm. but I certainly didn't want Jurassic World guy doing a Star Wars. Yes, yeah, I just I didn't. Same. And he ended up. Not mm-hmm. and JJ took, but but like why not consistency? That's my if I have yeah. one beef with Disney, yeah. Takeover is why not just the consistency of of a George? Yeah, and I know they have the story group to do that, and yeah. like I love a lot of those people. A lot of them interact with me online, and that's I, great. And they're really cool and friendly and informative, and so I guess they're that that solid thread sure. through all three of the sequels. Sure. But like I feel like it should have been at that the director level too. I get that, and you I know? get. I feel like maybe that's going to be J.J. Abrams because he is coming back. But I, it's so I, weird. It's like, why is he just the bread? You know, right? True. Right. He's it, the bread it, of the sandwich, and Ryan Johnson had to be the baloney. Like, people, yeah. like he was baloney. They he's, wanted. He's the one that had to swing for the fences, and I'm glad and, he did. And I think it's because Force Awakens they purposefully played it safe. They had everybody, to. Everybody said they're like it's too close to New Hope, and I'm like Should've the alternative been. was it was going to be too close to the prequels. Yep. So they played it the safest they possibly could. And then Ryan Johnson had the opportunity to swing for the fences. And then I guess the bread is going to be coming back yeah. to sort of wrap things up. But let's hope it's not the heel of the bread. Yeah. <laughs> Although I, I eat the heel. I, I like love it. like on a nice loaf of bread. Mm. I fucking love the heel. The heel might be the best part on a good bread. What's fucking, the heel? I'll dunk on the, the, the heel. The end pieces that nobody freaking wants. Oh, I, I love the heel. Yeah, right. The, the, crusty, okay. the crusty. Okay, so nine's going to be good then. We know oh, that episode nine's going to be good. I love to take a heel. I love to take a heel piece, put PB&J on it, fold it on itself. There you go. You got a little I don't want that. Love it. I don't want that kind of heel. Love it. I want the heel on a nice loaf of bread, a nice loaf of sourdough. Fucking dunk on that. It looks like all day. That bread that looks like what a boo eats in Aladdin. Yeah, yeah just fake, exactly, oh, fake bread. Exactly. Fake bread. Except, except I don't want any bread that breaks in half that easily. <laughs> That's true. That means it's stale as shit. Exactly. Yeah. Did I tell you guys like in a match recently I hit somebody with bread? With a I, baguette? With a baguette. So I was in a Fuck match. Yeah, dude. It was the Rockness Monsters, my team, versus Violence Unlimited. Uh-huh. And uh, we had a fans bring the weapons match. I bet you oh fucking limited God. their violence, didn't you? Uh, sure with did. No, wait. Bread, I, we, we lost. Uh, <laughs> okay. I got brain busted into thumbtacks. Um, oh, my God. And uh, But at one point, you know, we're digging through the crap that the fans <laughs> brought. The only thing we got rid of was, like, shit with, like, scissors and broken light bulbs. You should have thrown those, like, fucking stabbed those scissors I hit, that baguette. I hit Ring of Honor superstar Brody King. In the head with a baguette because mm-hmm. I, I just grabbed it. I didn't think twice. KO'd. And it made the hardest thud. And he looked at me, and you know, it's a show. We're working together. He looked at me like, why, brother? Fuck, 
we're out here to put on a show together, brother. Why? And it made like a loud ass it's noise. It's a thwack. And it, and it split in half and just went flying into the crowd. Someone brought an old ass baguette. <laughs> yeah, some guy was like, I brought those. <laughs> But yeah, so I don't want. It's like you should have made croutons, man. I don't want my episode nine to break in half. Gotcha. Yeah, or whatever. Break in half. I'm excited. Nice, just a little bit of crunch, but a nice chew to it. Here's why I'm excited. Welcome back to the bread podcast. We're talking about about the breadcast. Here's why I'm excited about the future of Star Wars because, like Andy was saying, so far the movies have not fully disappointed me. I didn't love Solo, but I liked a lot of stuff in it, and I would be so down if they gave that. Era two more movies. Yes, if if, if maybe if it wasn't solo, but it was like Lando. Well, so here, here's movie? what here's. Let me tell you what I would like. Yeah, here, I want your solo. Mm-hmm. I want Lando, and then and then I want Kira. Kira, really? I want Crimson Dawn to be the connecting thread between three movies that act as a trilogy yeah. without being necessarily directly connected. Gotcha. Doesn't have to be the same guy. So maybe. Han and Chewie aren't in Lando at all. Maybe it's Lando and Bounty Hunters that we mm-hmm, love, you know? Mm-hmm. And then Kira, maybe that's Kira and Maul right before Maul ends up, you mm-hmm. know, doing what he does in Rebels, you mm-hmm, know? Mm-hmm. I, if Crimson Dawn was just that, yeah. that baseboard that should be it. for that, that would be great. That, isn't that awesome that they have, absor- they have uh, um, like, taken on and absorbed and appreciated the Crimson Dawn syndicate stuff? Yeah. with Because like, that stuff came from cartoons and books Well, and like, all the crime syndicates really started, I mean, it was probably before, that's probably in the ro- role-playing games. I'm mm-hmm. sure an older fan will be like, well, actually, West End okay. Games introduced okay. uh, No older fans listen to our podcast. <laughs> uh, but for me, it was Shadows of the Empire, that multimedia yeah. project in 96. Shadows yeah. of the Empire introduced the Black Sun. It introduced the idea of there being more than just the Huts and the Empire. Mm-hmm. And they've played with that and built on that in the Clone Wars that introduced the Pike Syndicate, mm-hmm. you know? And then in Solo, we see Crimson Dawn and the Pikes, mm-hmm. and, you know, they talk about the Hut cartels. Mm-hmm. So there's, like, a lot more going on, and I like that. I like that there's more than just the one big bad. There's not just the Empire. There's big, people that are galaxy. acting freely yeah. underneath their rule. Yeah. It's a big, big galaxy. Uh, let's get into talking about Phantom Menace. Oh, you mean my third favorite Star Wars movie of all yes. time? Let's do it! <laughs> Here's uh, my question to you, Keller. No, not me first. You okay, have to do overall thoughts. Overall thoughts. I'll go first. Overall thoughts because okay. it's, this, this is a difficult question to ask Andrew because you said it's your third favorite Star Wars movie. You said you've seen it, not exaggerating, maybe over a thousand times. Yeah, very, like, very possibly. You have so many aspects of this film memorized. It means so much to you from twelve years old on. Jar Jar Binks is tattooed onto your body. Doing yes, a kick yes, that's flip. true. I have a tattoo of Jar Jar Binks doing a kickflip awesome. on a specific Chad Muska deck that my <laughs> friend had when I was a kid. Awesome. Which is so specific and amazing. Yeah. That's yeah, so the one. It's that just, you it's played. Like, I'm glad Jar Jar Binks existed in this movie and <laughs> the sequels only because this tattoo exists now. It's you, like you played the end celebration music. What's the end celebration music uh, it's called? A- I think it's Augie's Grand March. You played that at your wedding. Yes. That you were nice enough to invite me to why did you, when you, you and your said, wife got married. How did you describe it? It's jubilant. Yeah. It's jubilant. The happiest day yeah. of my life. Yeah. Like, Crying, hey, you were my beautiful wife walking down the aisle, and then leaving. And with you also her. had a choir of children uh, singing. Uh, I wish, uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> like just all that, and then just it's just so good. You brought over the Blu-ray to watch Phantom Menace uh, tonight. You also brought a Saboba cup mm-hmm, from, from Taco, Taco Bell. Bell. Yes, you brought a special edition VHS box set. Yes, it's a widescreen box set that came with a book of coupons that don't yeah, work. Yeah. Uh, yeah they ads for action figures. Expired uh, in 2000. Yeah, wow. sadly, uh, that we can't get that $3 check from Tostitos. <laughs> um, 
And then it also has a really cool miniature, like, concept art book mm-hmm. uh, featuring, you know, some, uh, like, concept art. I'm, like, obsessed with it. Like, yeah. Ralph McQuarrie, like, it's weird. People talk about, like, oh, like, you know, div- like, oh, just all these other artists. And I'm like, yeah, McQuarrie, that's mm-hmm. my favorite. And Doug Chang, his art for Phantom Menace, when I was, up until maybe 10 years ago, I didn't know that wasn't McQuarrie. Mm. That's how... That's how good like Doug Chang's art is, and he's mm-hmm. still one of their high, like highest ranking people at, at Lucasfilm. That's awesome. That's um, really I but like yeah, that so I brought that, and then I brought the holographic gold case <laughs> that I bought, thinking it was another VHS copy, but it's actually just a case for a VHS. Yeah. So it's tough to ask you what your overall thoughts are on Phantom Menace. Like, I think I got it, but I have other questions I want to ask. Okay, you. I'm ready. So, so Keller and I, Keller and I are going to talk about our overall thoughts. Okay. Uh, my overall thought is this. Uh, there is beautiful, lovely, awesome DNA in Star Wars that is that is present in every movie, even Attack of the Clones, right? There's shit in Attack of the Clones that I'm like, that's dope. Like, there'll always be cool ship designs and cool aliens yeah. and cool all that stuff. Um, the story in this is something I don't even dislike. I think that the story is smart from the perspective of George Lucas going, what would it be? you know, 30, 40 years, whatever, before, uh, you know, before Luke and Leia are born, what's the, what would have to be, well, it'd have to be the rise of Palpatine and like, and I get it. And so starting with taxation, I get it. The trade federation roots, all that stuff. My issue with this movie is that it feels sterile and static to me. It's the directing itself, the way that the camera moves, the way that, that things are sort of laid out and positioned. It's very classical feeling, but to me it loses, there's no momentum, there's no kinetic energy and the performances are very muted and that could be George Lucas directing or that could just be, you know, hey, we got like you're watching something in a class. Yeah. And, or it's like, it feels like it's a, it's like we were taping the rehearsal. You know, before the actors are, are, and the script also doesn't specifically, the way some of the lines are written, the script doesn't allow some of the characters to go there sometimes. I I think that's an interesting way to put it, saying it's like you're watching the rehearsal because, I mean, having done plays with you, Mm -hmm. uh, you don't put 100%. Absolutely, you're right. You know, you're you, right. You, you read your lines mm-hmm. and just to get them out there and move on, make sure everyone knows their marks. cues. Get, yeah, you hit yeah. your marks. Yeah, and uh, that's I, again until I watched it with you today because mm-hmm. I've probably watched this with you before in the past, but mm-hmm. I never really noticed those those acting things where it's not really it's probably not the actor's fault. It's mm-hmm. the director not telling him to turn up and, the juice a little bit. And listen, to be fair, to be fair, you go back and watch the original trilogy. And Mark Hamill, Harrison Ford, and Carrie Fisher, they're great actors. But even in those movies... They're wooden. They, they're wooden. wooden. Yeah, they well, always say wooden. Especially the first one. Yeah. I, th- I think it was... I think Harrison Ford said it to George, and Mark Hamill always says it in, a, in an interview, mm-hmm. where he's like, George, you can write this shit, but you can't say it out loud. <laughs> yeah, it's true. And it takes a very specific acting skill set to kind of pull that off. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I think actors like um, Alec Guinness nailed it as Obi-Wan, yeah. like to be able to say some of those lines. Yeah, the wackiest crap. The wackiest crap. Actors in the new movies that I think are able to pull it off are um uh uh some of the Dom ba- Hall some, Gleason. Dom Hall Gleason. Oh, yeah, he's great. That's what I was gonna say. Some of the bad guys like Andy Circus is that kind of actor. Oh yeah. You know, he, he can, can as Snoke anything. he can say those kinds of yeah. lines and 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 I think that the new casts for the new movies, Rogue One included and even solo, like they're acting acting is just different now. It's mm-hmm. just thought of as differently. And I think and I know for a fact that the production teams behind the newer movies are focusing on those performances. So they're getting great performances out of those actors. I think that if there was a uh, an alternate universe where Daisy Ridley was born in 1960, whatever, and she was Princess Leia. It wouldn't she have would been have, good. She would have had a similar performance to Carrie Fisher. And if Carrie Fisher was born in, you know, in 1980, 
seven or whatever, and then she got cast as Ray, yeah. that JJ would have gotten a great performance out of her. It's yeah. just a different eras thing. So go back going back to Not Phantom even Menace. It's just different era. It's also just George Lucas. It's it's direction. George. And it's like so I so it's I don't George fall, Luke, like there's a consistency. Yeah. yeah. Well and if you notice fans if eras. you notice the one that everyone likes the most because of the the way the powerful situations are delivered is Empire. Empire. He didn't direct it. Exactly. Exactly. He didn't but he do still it. produced it. He's st- you know he's still there. I mean, he was there. But you know, if you're talking about outright directing, yeah, it, yeah. W- it wasn't him. Wasn't that Richard Marquand? I think it was. Was it Irving? Or that Irving Kirshner? Kirshner. Marquand was Return of the Jedi. It's Return of the Jedi. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. So it's like you know that powerful movie that every Star Wars fan puts at number one because mm-hmm. of those important lines and the important story beats. It's all performance. It's all yeah. emotion. It's it is better. You know? And also it's, just the amount of studio notes on Star Wars initially to begin with. Mm. Like what do you mean? By it that? wasn't initially just supposed to be about R two D two and C three PO in general. Oh, I read something like that's what like you know. Back in like first like thoughts, he's like, yeah. no, it's about these two it's, droids. Well, that's I mean, because maybe. of the influence of Hidden Fortress. It's yeah. about those two uh, kind of back and forth characters that are like telling this. There's a very big war situation going on from, from from their point of view. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's an interesting thing you bring you bring up there, Keller, because a thing I noticed when I watch Phantom Menace is like when I watch the original trilogy, the main character is Luke. Mm-hmm. The new movies, it's Rey. Yeah. With Phantom Menace, I'm like, I don't know if it's Qui Gon, Obi Wan. Padme, there's like or ten, Anakin. Main, ten main characters. Yeah, and I, and it's all a thing where again, all the pieces are there. And I just wish when you go back and watch those behind the scenes, it is George being surrounded by yes men. And I just wish I'm like I wish somebody swooped in and was like, let me take another pass at the script. Let me fo- like let's really focus on Anakin. Let's make let's make yeah, it we very emotional. Work therapy well, yeah. Well, well, there's an, another Brian De Palma. Have you ever seen him? Like <laughs> no. He would just like shit on Steven Spielberg <laughs> and George Lucas because they were all friends. And yeah, he'd like, no, this down. is fucking dumb. Get yeah. rid of this. Yeah. You need I to do that. this. You're not doing in, this fast enough. In anything yeah. creative, you need someone there to check you. Exactly. You need someone to be that. that Especially at that. Yeah. Not necessarily yeah, a contrarian, scale. just someone right. to check you. To check. And another good example of that is how much George Lucas's first wife helped with mm-hmm. Empire mm-hmm. and Return of the Jedi. True. And then I think even Carrie Fisher. Did some script changes Absolutely, in those, yeah. but not the first one. Yeah. Not a new hope. Yeah. You know, like, so that's why it's, like you said, wooden. It, yeah, yeah. That's true. I Killer. feel like Avatar used, could get the same notes. Totally. Av- James Cameron's Avatar, a Av- movie that Andrew hates. Avatar could get. <laughs> okay. Avatar okay. could get these hands. I'm going to sock the shit <laughs> oh, out of Avatar. Oh, dude, you're going to fucking again. dunk on Avatar right now, dude? You know what? I'll dunk on Avatar, but I won't dunk on James Cameron just because Terminator is fucking cool. Okay. Terminator 2 is right. Terminator 2. Okay. Terminator 2 is Did great. you know that I liked Terminator 1 more up until like a year ago? Really? Yeah. I think I may we have We had someone that, else yeah. on our podcast yeah. who said that. But what, I, why the change? Alex Jacobs. I don't know. I think I just started watching Terminator 2 more. My wife loves Terminator 2. You and I think I, you know that made think me is? like can it I, more, can more. I Can I make a suggestion? You became a parent. Oh, maybe. So Terminator 1, horror movie, chase yeah. sequence, yeah, yeah, yeah. awesome. All of a sudden you become a kid and it becomes, you know, She's I'm looking, pretty, yeah, I'm looking that, for John Connor. Yeah. I'm sorry, John. I have to go now. Yeah, maybe that and is it's, it. It's this, it's a great father-son dynamic. It's great. I will say I prefer the light blue shirt from Terminator 1. <laughs> To the uh, outfit he wears in Terminator Two, brown and on in it. That light blue shirt in Terminator One, yeah, yeah he just good. puts on a light blue shirt, mm-hmm. and it's like mm-hmm. out of place for I'm what he does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just like like a nice like sky blue shirt from H and F. I'm in the Terminator. I'm the Terminator. Yeah. I'm in L A. You know, <laughs> give me your clothes <laughs> and your boots and your motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Hey, I'll be right back. 
Hey, come with me if if you want to live. Yeah, <laughs> Keller, what are your overall thoughts on Phantom Menace? And don't feel like you have to hold back. Yeah, no, be no, honest, okay. man. Be honest. Okay, um, this is a boring movie. <laughs> it is too long. There are parts of it that I enjoy. Yeah. What does it clock enjoy, in? At? It's What's all, that? It's, what does it, it clock in at? Two thirteen. Two thirteen, and it seems two hours thirteen minutes. Like a, I will, like, I will agree. I did not know it was only two thirteen. <laughs> yeah, like we watched King Kong last night, yeah. and that's a solid three hours fifteen, and mm-hmm. it didn't feel like that, uh, that movie much moves. Of a that movie kind of once, once Kong True. shows up, it's oh, yeah. moving. Yeah, yeah, it's moving. The boat, also, boat stuff. Man. I like. I don't know. I like the boat stuff. Okay. Well, it's, it's, some it's people too like much boat, boat stuff. stuff. They can cut down on the boat stuff. Yeah. You know what? That's probably why it's a three-hour movie. They're yeah. like, we need an hour of boat. Yeah. <laughs> Less boat stuff. Yeah. Some people like boat stuff. Some it's fine. Some people like boat stuff. It's fine. That's fine. And some people don't. Boat stuff. Don't want to force some boat stuff on people. Do all the boat stuff you want. Do it. Do it all. <laughs> As much as you want. So what else, Keller? What do you think? So you, you, you're saying there's some stuff you did like. I think yeah. we can all agree. Pod race pod is racing great. Pod is cool. Like, Dark Ball is awesome. God, that The music great. is incredible. Yeah. A lot of it looks incredible. John Williams. A lot of it looks pretty bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of the acting is very bad. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I like Liam Neeson. Yeah. I like Ewan McGregor. Yeah. I like Natalie Portman. The actress so who plays Shmi. So they do get a little bit for me. Pernilla yeah. August. Shmi. Thank you. Yeah. Bob Hoskins. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me know when we do the Super Mario movie. Oh, that my on the God. oh yes. Yeah. No, it's not. I don't yeah, think we Hook got is number either. two, Hook, number yeah. one, the Super Mario's movie. Yeah. Just all Roger Rabbit's three. <laughs> oh, anything Roger, with Bob Hoskins in it. Roger Rabbit's up there. I'll tell you when it's Roger Rabbit's in there. Rabbit yeah, it's, it's probably got like a, a full write up. Oh, shit. Okay. Well, good. It deserves mm-hmm. it. It does. And it's we deserve so a sequel. Yeah. We well, do. Just make it traditionally animated. What would your sequel be? Um, just the one that like, they couldn't get off the ground. I forget what it was. I another watched noir movie. They they they've tried to do a sequel a million times. In fact, one of my favorite things to do is look up old Phantom Menace rumors from '97 <laughs> and '98. Yeah, and I look at old Angel Fire sites and GeoCity sites, and a lot of times it's general movie rumors. And for like like four years. In that lump with, oh, a new Star Wars was always a Roger Rabbit sequel. Yeah. Like, for years. It was, like, Mad Max 4, Roger Rabbit 2, and then uh, Star Wars 1. Mm-hmm. Like, it was on all these pages. And then gradually, Mad Max 4 trickled away. Mm-hmm. And then gradually, Roger Rabbit 2 trickled away. And then mm-hmm. it was only Star Wars. Rumors. We got all of them, so we need Roger Rabbit. I have a very important question. What? Yes. Who is the Phantom Menace? <laughs> the Phantom Menace Who is, 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 is it Jar Jar It's that big fish that's ripped. It's underwater. Oh, the Sandsquatch oh, yeah. Aqua Monster. The Sandsquatch yeah. Aqua Monster. Yeah, the Sandsquatch Aqua Monster. <laughs> the Sasquatch Aquaman. <laughs> the Sandsquatch. No, what yeah. is it? Sando Aqua San, Monster? Sando Aqua Monster, I think. Sando Aqua Monster. Hey, fun Lando fact. That last Aquas one in the monster. cave, mm-hmm. not the crab one that gets bitten by the Sando Aqua Monster, mm-hmm. the Colo Clawfish, the last one. Mm-hmm. Oh, Colo Clawfish. Dryden Voss, the guy that uh, plays Vision, yeah. uh, he offers the, uh, that. Oh, that food. To Han, yeah. Oh, wow. He goes, Colo Clawfish, anyone? Oh, wow. I love that shit. Yeah, a little That's episode great. one nod. Paul Bettany. Yes, Paul Bettany. There we go. Oh, you, yeah. I was really, I was I like. I got it. I got it. Wait, what? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I couldn't remember the actor's name. Yeah. <laughs> but I saw a vision action figure on the shelf. <laughs> okay, I remember now. Paul yeah, Bettany. Yeah. That's great. Guy from A Night's Tale. So it's 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 cheesy, <laughs> but, when, but when Liam yeah. Neeson's like, there's always a bigger He's fish. He's so good in that movie, too. That's the plot of Phantom Menace. Is that like, yeah, they think that they've squashed yeah. the, the yeah, yeah. threat. But it's like, no, Palpatine it's is like, rising. We're going to no. need a bigger fish. Exactly. That's what it is. He's just doing an homage to Jaws. Yes. It's a Jomage. 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 Homage? Is what it is. Would it be homage and we go AWS at yes, the end? Yes, like it's, it's an homage. Homage. It's an homage to Jaws. So, Keller, that's where you're at with Phantom Menace. Yeah, guys. Did, um, did spending I would... any time with Andrew make you like it more? 
uh, your enthusiasm yeah. throughout and just the your general knowledge yeah. for everything that was happening <laughs> at all times did make it significantly more. Cool. Well, I'm glad. Interesting it's very and entertaining. The whole time Inter- I was yeah. like, I was like, okay, that's my 800th fun fact. Maybe yeah. I should shut up. No, 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 no. no, no, no. no. You're like, and that character's that. That character's that. That was on my underwear when I was a kid. Yeah. That was it. <laughs> You're like, fun fact. Look at this character here in the background. He's my favorite. He looks so mean, mean and sad. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, and, I, and it's funny. Um, I remember I posted a picture of him on my Instagram once and everyone was like, didn't even realize it was from Star Wars. I was like, hey, this is my favorite Star Wars character. The sad guy with a bunch of black makeup around his eyes sitting with Sabalba. I never do that in those movies because all of it is is just like even especially in the old ones. Yeah. It's all just like crazy made up costumes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Devil costumes and shit that you just get on any sort of back lot to buy. Yeah. Like all the wolf. People that yeah. George gradually kind of edited out because he didn't because they were literally just okay. That's a stock wolf mask from mm-hmm. freaking Playco toys. Or something. I'm on board with it. I'm on board with it. Man, no, I Playco think there should toys. be more of that. That's not a name I've heard in a long, long time. I, wa- I watched a sad <laughs> video Playco about toys. how KB Toys went out of business, and yeah. it made me think of Playco toys. Yeah, I remember Playco. I remember. Uh, well, I saw a video recently about Toys R Us. Same thing. Yeah, yeah same thing. Have you guys uh, heard of Toys R Us? I have. Yes. Oh, okay. I, I'm I'm happy to say at least my son got to go there for. Three three years. That's nice. And he got excited. He would be excited. Yeah. I don't know if he'll remember it, but he at least experienced joy <sighs> yeah. walking into a Toys R Us. That's going to happen. Don't worry. He still be... has the joy of a Charles Entertainment cheese. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've ever taken him there. Oh, you got oh, to. Oh, man. It Just smells like feet. pizza alone. It smells like what? Feet? Yeah, feet. you got to do it, bro. Feet. It smells like feet. You're going to love yeah. it. You know, let's make That's toddlers par- remove <laughs> their shoes. <laughs> and in a restaurant with Parmesan cheese. <laughs> exactly. Oh. Oh my God, uh, Andrew! I really do appreciate you coming over to, to to espouse your love of Phantom Menace. It does make me appreciate it more. I feel bad for disliking it. I do wish that I loved it more, but I love saying the prequels story is okay. The execution I have a problem with, but the story gave us Clone Wars, yeah, which is a great cartoon. That great cartoon. It's like beloved. It's you know, and it's all and, on Netflix, guys. You can watch and, it before they take it off. Ooh, and I like to read comics and novels of that era it's mm-hmm. not like the prequel era is still cool and interesting and like it is interesting yeah it just was executed in yeah a weird well and like way. it's of all the interesting things it is still at the end of the day an odd choice to pick not just politics but yeah. such specific politics it is but it also i like that you know a common thread in many many stories is that the root of all evil is money mm-hmm. and bureaucracy and and, mm-hmm. and bullshit palpatine used that route absolutely you know he was like what will for sure get shit topsy-turvy in the senate Mm -hmm. taxes Mm -hmm. we were talking about how through the like action would happen and then they would just go to like everybody just like sitting in their room in a a meeting yeah Mm -hmm. or like Mm -hmm. even just reacting to the action they would all just like kind of slightly move a little bit. yeah remember where they're like well those fighters are coming in and then someone just like gently placed their hand on the seat in front of them like (laughs) like, you know the everyone calls it the oh shit handle in the car like when you're driving your girlfriend grabs they they weren't even grabbing those they were just like oh and gently grabbing the (laughs) seat guys steady yourselves yeah. Just a little bit. Yeah. Qui Gon's in trouble. Let me sit down in this chair. And oh, and then do the finger cross. Look. Yeah, that somebody was literally out. like, huh. <sighs> Yeah, people's breathing out. Crazy. Crossing so many people like cross no their fingers. See. We need it's to like, count that it's many like people. If I were to read like a comic book adaptation of The Phantom Menace in my head, the performances are stellar. Yeah. It's moving, you know, and I'm listening to Duel of the Fates, John Williams, and it's sick. It's awesome. It's just. That it's, fight's incredible. It's really cool. No one's denying it. I, I'll tell the you one thing. Incredible. So, like, 
uh, one of the main reasons I like Phantom Menace is mm-hmm. because it is the beginning. Mm-hmm. I think I will get hurt if we get something before that. Yeah, if it stops really. being the beginning. What if it's all the way in the beginning? If it's fucking like way back. Like Knights of the Old Republic. Yeah, yeah. See, I've never okay. been into that. Okay. But I, I'm, I'm ready to give that a chance in film form. Rumor is that might be. That's what the Benioff and Weiss stuff is probably. That's just the rumors because of what yeah. they're already doing. Yeah. And I honestly think it might not go that way. Yeah. Uh, I, it, It's like if it was me, if mm-hmm. I ran Lucasfilm mm-hmm. and I'm Mr. Petty Middle Fingers, <laughs> I'll give Ryan Johnson Knights of the Old Republic. That way all those little. PC dweebs <laughs> that are mad. Uh, yeah, I'd give their yeah. precious, their precious Darth yeah. Revan to Ryan and be to, like, "Go here, you go. Make do your this, best. Make this super interesting." Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but that's just because I'm, I'm a bully mm-hmm. in a different way, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then you would it's like not even bullying. It's you'd hire. Up-ins. It's yeah, justice. it's come up and you're right. Justice. I would hire just female directors and directors of color to just like, and, and they're going to do episode 10, yeah, 11, 12. Cause, like, because not only will it be great, but it'll aggravate the kind of people that yes. don't deserve the joy that movies like Star Wars bring, <laughs> and they. Need to be aggravated. If yeah. you're, those people should be constantly aggravated. They should. If you're going to comfortably and confidently walk around and live and boast and yell ignorance, mm-hmm. you don't get to watch my movies. <laughs> yeah, you don't. I love it. Yeah. You I don't. love that petty. It's That's true. Mr. You petty don't. Not, yeah, petty middle fingers. It's not. It's petty. Not. I love it's it. It's not really. It's, it's probably. Justice. It's probably real justice. It's fair. But it's, but like like I know? said, I love Phantom Menace because it is the beginning, and every mm-hmm. time I watch it, I'm like I literally in my head say, "Here we go, here we go, here we go." Does it make you want to watch all of them? Oh yeah, there's plenty order. of times when I do. Two, like, three, four, five, six, seven, like eight. When I hurt my shoulder in 2015, all I did was watch. <laughs> like I would get up and be sad mm-hmm. and put on and just put all on six, and I would yeah, I would watch six in a row, and I would and then I watched Clone Wars twice while I was injured. Wow. And I was just like, this, this makes me happy. This takes me away. I, yeah. I love these. And episode one is always, all right, here we go. Yeah. Here we go. And some little minute things. And one of the reasons I love Star Wars the most is the aliens, the yeah. worlds, the aliens and the creatures and the characters and the backgrounds. And there's so much hustle and bustle. Because you are Espa. the entire time. You're just picking out like the smallest person yeah. who gets no screen time at all. And you're just like, this is where I, Davis is. This is where we're And I want to know. I want to know about every single one of the, like how many yeah. sweet, like, Pulp spacemen mm-hmm. did we see in the like, And you're like, oh, that's a toy, but they made it yellow. And like, yes. just yeah, a little weird stuff like rum slag. I want everyone to go home and look rum up slag. Rum slag. That's a drink you can get. How do you spell that? <laughs> it's R U M space S L E G. Rum slag. Uh, a buddy on Instagram of mine just refers to his Instagram account is Skeleton Astronaut. He takes amazing toy photos. Cool. And that's just what he is. He's a skeleton astronaut. It's and one he just, part rum, two parts just two, mud. <laughs> just just slag. Just mud. Slag. But, you know, like, and this movie is full of the things I love most about Star Wars. And mm-hmm. that's why it is above Empire Strikes Back, which lacks the things I love the most about Star Wars. I love it. The I story it. is so important in Empire. And I, t- I always tell people this. If they were in Cloud City for, like, 30 more minutes... <laughs> I I would be so happy because just, there's a lot going on there. There's yeah. Ugnots. There's people with, running with ice cream makers. Yeah. Just glimpses <laughs> you of know? the world. You don't like just the glimpses. You I don't like live the glimpse. And I don't like how in Empire Strikes Back we got, let's see, we got like five new aliens. Mm-hmm. I need a hundred. This one, this one does immerse you 
in those planets yeah. a yeah. bit more. Yeah, like yeah. I said, hustle and bustle. When I when I got here, mm-hmm. you know, I'm in busy ass part of LA. Mm-hmm. There's hustle and bustle. I saw some wacky bums ride by, you know, like fit people jogging together. Yeah. You know, that's what you get in your Moss Espas. Hoth? Mm-hmm. Hoth? Come on. I got Fucking a Hoth. I got a sweet Yeti mm-hmm. and some some kangaroo horsies. Mm-hmm. That gets sliced open and it's gross. Oh, sad. It is you know? really gross. Yeah. And, and then in Cloud City, you know, mm-hmm. I get some little pig technicians. That's cool. it. And then that's it. And then I, I always forget that we also get Bosk mm-hmm. and Zuckus mm-hmm. and Forlom's a droid. But like, so we get a couple, so we get like five new species. Yeah, mm-hmm. you guys, you, you forgot about Forlom. Mm-hmm. I, I totally forgot about Forlom. Mm-hmm. But you know what I mean? So all these yeah. other movies are just chock full of stuff and things like Attack of the Clones. Everybody hates Attack of the Clones. I'm like, oh, but that nightclub scene. Yeah. The, the nightclub streets scene. of Coruscant, the and traffic. And those three alien monsters. Oh, absolutely. That that John Carter-ass scene. Yeah. By the way, I yeah. finally saw John Carter. Yeah. And I, I you loved so it, right? I am so butthurt we don't get more of those. Yeah, me too. I'm hoping maybe Disney Plus. He's got that in 3D love. and it actually Dude. looks amazing. I'll pop okay, it in as soon as we're done. Okay, because my in. only beef with that was how out of, how bad the aliens looked. Mm. I didn't feel like I could grab them at okay, any point. Okay, wait until you see Tars Tarkas in 3D, brother. Okay, then you're yeah, going to grab see them. It's Marcus. <laughs> but yeah, like <laughs> that. Awesome. You're right. Yeah. That, that Attack of the Clones. Three beasts in your typical gladiator mm-hmm. warrior against the champion kind of scene. But there's three, mm-hmm. and one of them's like a lobster crab They're all spider. And so and there's cool. A big I remember rhino. having those toys. Those yeah. toys are great. Yeah. That's awesome. That's what I love. And those are three rad alien And monsters. that's another thing, too. My love of toys yes. is a big part of Star Wars. Yeah. And, and the term toyetic that came from Star Wars. Making things for a movie because it'll make a good toy. Mm-hmm. That bothers people. Mm-hmm. I I'm love the exact it. opposite. I love it. Oh, they, oh, that new ship. Kylo's got to have a new ship so they I can just, make a new toy. I'm like, good. I just read yeah. in uh, The Art and Making of Aquaman, which is a book I got. Like, they come out with the, a new car every year. Why yeah, the fuck exactly. yeah. not would he get a new yeah. ship? Oh, the X-Wing's a little different. Yeah, so's your Ford Taurus. Exactly. It's different so's, than it was last so's year. The, so's yeah. your new favorite it's a fucking sports spaceship. team jersey. Yeah, things change so a little you bit. Get, you know, but like James Wan, who directed Aquaman, yeah. it, he uh, he didn't say the word toyetic, but basically said that that like he designed that movie to to help also design cool toys so, and vehicles and creatures. I'll tell and all you this: stuff. at Comic Con when they first showed the Aquaman toys, yeah, I have never. You know me; I'm not a DC guy. Sure, it's certainly not an Aquaman guy. <laughs> I fucking uh, love Aquaman. Yeah, <laughs> but I saw the toys at Comic Con, and yeah. I and I my again my nerd buddy sticks on Chris. I hit him up. I was like, "Boys, look at these toys on Instagram." And I sent mm-hmm. them the guy, come. They come with sharks that They're they can like ride riding on sharks. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, "I want to see this movie now." Yeah, you know. And Star Wars is like that by the barrel full. It's the it's the most. Yeah, it is the movie that does that the most. Yeah, they invented it. They invented Man. things looking the way they can, so you can go home and create your own with it. I don't know what I'm going to pop in for you in 3D. Is it going to be a Star War or is it going to be like, John Carter? Also, Fury Road is fucking yeah. Awesome oh, I fucking love Fury. Road. I'm yes, a big Mad Max guy. Mad yes. Max is probably it's my favorite franchise behind Star Wars. Remember really? when we did yeah. that Mad Max movie in did high school? Did you love Fury and Road? My butt cheeks was out. Yeah, oh, I love Fury Road. You can't make a Mad Max movie without some butt cheeks. <laughs> no, for real. That's why we did it. I was like, yeah. guys, no, no, no. Like you know, the Golden Lover or whatever his butt cheeks were hanging out in Road Warrior, and so it was you like, took put, your pants put your butt away. Yeah. Remember, I just had a loincloth. It's awesome. And you do have Road Warrior hair. Yeah, I have a rotten thinning mullet. Uh, that I love And It's great It's glorious A fan the other day Posted a video on Instagram My wife showed me She's like Listen to the fan Next to her So it's whatever She's filming me wrestle And some guy just goes Yo is Yuma's mullet real? <laughs> like does he wear that Every day? Yeah 
And I was like, yes, I do. <laughs> this grew out of my skin. <laughs> Andrew, if you could pick any one movie, and I feel like we've talked about a lot of contenders, a lot of potential contenders. There's also Nomad Mac, or is Fury Road, did someone add no, Fury Road? nobody has added, wait. Someone might check. have added Fury Road. I don't think any. Can we talk about how George Miller also did Happy Feet? Yes, he did. And fucking Babe 2. Yeah, Babe 2. City. No, Babe 1, I thought. Or was it Babe 2? He did I think 2. He, did... he didn't do 1. Oh, that's right. He did Babe 2. Babe that's 2 is so very sad. Babe 2 is the weird one. And yeah. it's sad. They throw yeah. the dog in a bag in the <sighs> river. There's no Mad the Max. The first one's fucked, too. Oh, no, man. If no there's no Star Mad Wars. Max. Yeah. We got a couple contenders. Last week, our guest, uh, Chris Bermonte, picked Robin Hood, 1973 Disney. Robin Hood animated. Oh, God, yes. Great pick. What's Great your pick. Mad Max ranking? Uh, my Mad Ra- Max ranking is uh, Road Warrior, uh, Fury Road, Thunderdome, uh, original. Okay. And I, yeah. and I, but I love them Solid. all. Yeah. Solid ranking. Okay, and and I have my dad to thank for Mad Max because yeah. he loves Tina Turner. Oh. And it was on VH1 after a Tina Turner documentary, Thunderdome, was on. And he made me watch that. And I was like, dude, dad, that was really cool. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, there's more. <laughs> and like, I remember and that's he even, only even better. He, and I remember that. him prefacing the first one like, you're not going to like this one, but yeah. I guarantee you like the second one. But I love the first one. Yeah, it's cool. I love all the main force patrol cars, all that just like, this is all we the can afford design stuff, like all yeah. the cool Those crashes. Like, tight my eyes. <laughs> yeah. Like all that. Yeah. No, uh, I love Mad Max. And there's not one in there? No. Well, again, these it's are tremors. This is, I see tremors from here. Yes. Oh, fuck yeah. This, Someone this added is, tremors. This is a list of our friends, the people that we yeah, have the asked the guests to come on and talk about stuff. And they get to share their their movies that they would pick to, to live oh, on Blade a Runner new. Blade Runner 2049 is great. Yep. New list of the 500 greatest of all time. By the way, guys, it is Blade Runner year. It is. By November, we should all be dressing like Deckard. So. Okay. Challenge accepted. Okay. Yeah, let's do I'll it. Get a he has like plastic trench coat. And what's weird is his shirt underneath it. It's like a Tommy Bahama, like <laughs> like short sleeve button up. Yeah, oh, fucking really weird undershirt. I can get that. Let me see. I don't wanna... Okay. Why don't you why don't you give us a movie and if it has been repeated, we'll let you know. But I'm pretty sure whatever you say is not going to be repeated. What do you got for us? If you could pick one movie, this is going to sound weird considering my favorite movies are Star Wars, yeah. Mad Max. Yeah. I all hope you the, say all like, the James Bond. Shuck a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say Mean Girls. Wait oh, a minute. Someone already said. Wait it. a minute. Oh my God. Oh my God. Is this the first time somebody has picked a repeat? I think. I see it. Where is it? Right there. Right there. Scott Our Rubin. friend Scott Rubin, who you would love. Because you guys have so many similar, and I think interests. he also prefaced that like this yeah, is not going to be. He loves superheroes. He loves Star Trek, and he's like Mean he's Girls, the Let's, hero clicks like referee. Yes, oh, he's sweet. He's the guy. Uh, mean Girls is amazing. I'm so happy that you picked that. What's your What's your runner up? Pick a second. Oh one. no, I was Pick thinking Mean Girls one. the entire podcast. <laughs> really, I love that movie. It's in my top it's ten so favorite movies it's ever. So it is so good, and it's and it's vital watching for young people that they need to watch it. Yes, it's got important messages, mm-hmm. and it is hysterical. Mm-hmm. I want to see the music. Tim Meadows secretly steals the show <laughs> when he's upset about his nephew named Anthony. <laughs> 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 um, okay, hold on. Okay, hold on. Let, let me let me do this. I'm gonna just, just list start, all of start them so far. Them. Yeah, okay. Let me see From the top, think. the Iron Giant, Empire of the Sun. That's mine. These are we each picked two. Yes. Remember when I didn't like the Iron Giant, and then you made me watch it with you, and I was like, I like it now. Really? Yeah, I watched it with you cool. and your sister, and cool. you were just like, see. Thanks, man. I, love I was bragging to him earlier about how my father-in-law was an animator on it. What? Yeah, Wait, you what? Knew that? You didn't know that? 
My father-in-law you was an animator. You told me. That's and right. And I have, and we have his uh, Space Jam crew jacket. Oh, that's and right. We don't have an Iron Giant jacket. I think he has that, but we have his Iron Giant pin. Oh my god, that's so rad. Yeah, no, that it's so cool. Her dad is the, the coolest. He that's has. He's awesome. super cool. Iron Let's Giant. Do Hot Rods on there too? Good lord, I yeah. can't pick any of my comedy. Faves. Jurassic Park, Hot Rod, Clueless, Blade, Conan the Barbarian, The Princess Bride, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Lord of the Rings: The Fellowship of the Ring, Airplane. Kiss, Kiss, Bang, Bang, The Fifth Element, Damn, fifth The Last of the Mohicans, Moana, Mean Girls, Mission Impossible, Ghost Protocol, The Goonies, The Thing, Fish Tank, Point Break, Pop Star, Never Stop, Never Stopping, Blade Runner 2049. I love that a Star Wars hasn't been mentioned yet, but we got Pop Star on there. I was going to say, I still haven't seen that, but I want it's to. I love great. Lonely Island. It's great. so funny. I'll let you borrow it if you want to have it on Blu-ray. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, Blade Runner 2049, Defending Your Life. Seven Samurai. Who said defending your life? That was Dave Reynolds. That's okay. the first one. Okay. I don't know what it is. It's I think an it's Albert a Brooks movie. Albert Brooks like comedy or drama. Hey, how come Albert Brooks? Okay, so he's a voice of Homer's boss. Yeah, and then he's a voice of Russ Cargill, which could have easily just been Hank Scorpio again. By mm-hmm. the way, and Marlon and Finding Nemo. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, that's right. And then he's in that movie with. Mm, I don't know. He's like in a movie. It's broadcast like a news comedy about this is forty. Maybe this is thirty. Oh. oh, he's in this is forty. Okay, why is he not in everything? Yeah, he he's, should be in everything. He's, he's the so funniest motherfucker. He's great ever. Will you like, watch the movie Real Life for me? Yeah, it's an Albert Brooks movie. Absolutely, okay, it's Real You're Life. Walking out of here with two. Movies. You need okay. to watch Real Life too. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's like okay. calls reality distracted by Albert, Albert Brooks. You, you, Excellent. You gonna let Andrew borrow that? I don't have it. Oh, shit. I, I, I don't own real life. I feel like someone I know has that. Okay. It's so, so good and funny. Seven Samurai, Children of Men, The Raid, or Brother, Where Art Thou? Or Brother, Where Jean Art Thou? Gene Dielman, 23, Quai de Kumars, 1080, Bruxelles. <laughs> I love that movie. Mm, never never seen it, and I need to because I've it been was... there. It's a nice place. It's a <laughs> it's Alicia it's an address. It's a nice house. <laughs> when Harry Met Sally, Back to the Future, The Naked Gun, Ong Bak, Young Frankenstein, Days and Confused, The Full Monty, Newsies, Stardust, Tree of Life, Halloween, the original, The Ten Commandments, Spotlight, The Nightmare Before Christmas, Harlem Nights, Tremors, Josie and the Pussycats, Stuck in Love, Black Dynamite, Blazing Saddles, Arrival, oh, Robin Hood. Did I any, love our list. I, I think so much. I'm torn between three. Okay, okay. let's hear. But all I three think of I them. can nix one. Okay. Okay, nix nix the one. I'm, and give I'm, us the two. Well, I'm gonna nix Jungle to Jungle. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I mean that sincerely because okay. I, I love that movie. Okay. It is, Hysterical. We're trying know. to keep Tim Allen off as much as possible. <laughs> I know. I wish he wasn't a jerk. <laughs> yeah, me too. Boy, do I love Home me Improvement and, yeah. the Santa Claus and the Santa Claus. Toy Story. Oh, it's so toy, good. Tim Allen is. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Something's wrong there. But let's yeah. fix him. It's let's probably, fix him. Probably Republicanism okay. and cocaine. <laughs> Second one's coup. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but like, come on. So I think within reason. So the winner. Is going to be the Great Mouse Detective. Wow. Fuck, yes. Nice. We have a double animation pick. And what brought me to that was Robin Hood being right before it. Because when I was little, and my tape is still kind of warped from it, I watched Robin Hood all the time. And I would watch the beginning little March scene. And my son loves it. We watch it together. Yep. The whistle and the and when they chase real fast. But the other movie I watched all the time that no one even knew what it was when I talked about it was The Great Mouse Detective. Yeah. And I watched a whole video about how that movie in particular was a huge financial turnaround for Disney and almost basically saved Disney right mm-hmm. before Beauty and the Beast came out. Mm-hmm. I loved that movie. Uh, that movie's excellent. The song mm-hmm. Radigan is great. All the voice. Vincent Price. Radigan is terrifying. Yes, he's terrifying. The That nasty little bat. With, oh, he's talking about this. Oh, yeah. He has a scariest voice, but I love that one. And it 
barely just beat out Live and Let Die, my favorite James Bond movie. Wow. We haven't had a James Bond on there yeah, yet. Roger Moore is my true. favorite Bond, so you guys can find me in the streets, <laughs> and we'll go. Yeah, we'll go. Okay, I like Phantom Medicine, dude, Roger how, Moore. Let's fight. I bet how, you could fucking dunk on Roger Moore, dude. <laughs> how did you feel about uh, Spectre? The most recent Daniel Craig Bond movie. I have not seen a single Daniel Craig movie really? yet, and I'll tell you why. Okay. Because I was being a brat. Yeah. I was being a brat when, uh, what was it, Casino Royale came Casino out. Royale. I said, 2006. That doesn't look like Bond to me. <laughs> and so I didn't see any of them. Here's and what then, you got to do. You're missing out. Here's what you have to do. You have to do what me and Hector did two years ago and watch every <laughs> single one of them. And then watch the Daniel Craig one. Yeah. And realize how good they are Just in comparison. No, in don't order. do it. Don't ever do that. But by the time you get to Daniel Craig... His four movies are really interesting. I think Skyfall's the best, but the one right after Skyfall, Spectre, they tried to hearken back yeah, yeah. to Roger to Moore. Spectre, yeah. To Roger Moore Bond. To, so there's like comedic physical bits in yeah, it that I, I thought were fun, but a lot of people were like, no, it should be serious. That's not Bond. So like, no, they got to watch Hokey more Bond. Yeah. Moonraker. That might be your favorite. Skyfall, though. Yeah, that's true. Like, Skyfall, like, super serious. And, like, yeah. Skyfall's more serious, and they do a little bit, like, poke fun at sure. the hokiness. Oh, man. They poke fun at the hokiness, and then they lean right into the hokiness. Yeah. But, I mean, remember, I said, I don't, right like, I don't like to be bummed. I don't mm-hmm. like serious stuff. I just mm-hmm. don't. Well, like, all like, those movies are, like, the 007 movies are, like, they're super fun until they're a bummer right yeah. at the very yeah, yeah. end because mm-hmm. they're supposed to be. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, definitely. She betrayed him. He, it, she's dead. There's always like a, like, no. Oh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, man. But, uh, no, but I'm, I am ready okay. to give Daniel Craig okay. a chance. I have grown okay. since 08 or 07, yeah. and uh, Spectre was the one that made me really want to watch them, but I was like, I should probably watch they're these in order. They're fucking great yeah, Because Spectre movies. had fucking should. Batista in it. Yes. And his name was what, Mr. Like Wink or something, something like that? Like that. Like, Mr. oh, Wink. No, yeah, when you, when you give something. a big dude yeah. a tiny name, I'm in. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's true. Live and Let Die yeah. is a big, big dude named Whisper. Yeah. And he screams everything. Yeah. He Actually, does. it's because he had no voice. He talked like this. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, like, I, I don't know. And then uh, who, who's the bad guy, Inspector? It's uh, what's his name? Christoph Waltz? Yes. Yes, that guy's incredible. Dude. All right. So you're walking out well, of here. Well, Javier Bird. Deem is yes. the villain in Skyfall. Skyfall. Okay, I love and that guy he's too. He's fucking terrifying. Lo- and, and he's genuinely Hannibal. scary. Yeah. And Hannibal. We have to talk oh, about yeah, Hannibal. and Mads Mikkelsen. Mads Mikkelsen's a bad guy in the first Daniel. Craig I was talking like we were talking Mads about Mads Mikkelsen, the guy who plays Galen Urso. Yes. Is that Mads? Yeah, that's Mads Mikkelsen. Yeah. Or does he have a brother? Is no. there a brother? Is there two he Mikkelsens? Does, but but his brother voices Thrawn. That's right. That's in, what I'm mixing. In Rebels. Okay, so let, real quick, I love Galen Urso. Great. Yeah, I do too. I didn't know he was a bad guy in a Bond. Yeah, he oh, is. Bro. Have you ever it's seen the awesome. show Hannibal? No. Okay. He's in the show He's Hannibal. Very I knew he was yeah. from that. I didn't He's even think, oh, good. man. Okay. All right, so. Someone's talking so about that Mouse on Detective the internet, though. It's like, that's like an example of fandom that's, like, wholesome. Like What, Great Mouse Detective? Bond like, fandom? Or, like, the Thomas Harris Hannibal fandom. Oh. oh what yeah. a weird, yeah. polite <laughs> thing. Like, what a weird <laughs> fandom to be nice. Yeah. Same thing, even with, like, David Lynch fandom. Like, Twin Peaks is the weirdest wackadoo shit, and everybody's like, I liked it. Yeah, yeah. they seem they all very I didn't fair really about it. care about the new ones, but you know. But I'm happy they made it. Exactly. Yeah, like I don't the want same any thing actor with to all be the dead. Han- <laughs> all the Hannibal ones too. Yeah, They're like yeah, Silence of the Lambs is good, but this new show's pretty good too. Yeah, like everybody's very <laughs> open and nice about these serial killers. Yeah, that's weird. And we could all take murder some shows from those types yeah, of fandoms. the Law and Order fandom is just yeah. The nicest. Exactly. What a strange twist. Hey, space fantasy full of aliens and ships. We're jerks. Yeah, exactly. Oh, but murderers? Hey, we got to We're cool. We're lenient. Nice Nice. stuff. Nice stuff. Yeah, guys. Reassess everything. Andrew, 
This was an absolute pleasure to have you on the it podcast. It was very fun. So much fun. Thank you for bringing you all your, your stuff. Brought your museum in a bag. Yes. Brought your museum. I'm going to let you walk out of here with uh, Popstar and the Bond movies. You can borrow them. And a 3D time. preview. Oh, gonna, yeah, yeah. We're going to pop something too. in right now. So uh, let people know where they can find you online to follow what you do, man. Well, you can follow me on both Instagram and Twitter at Yumabuma, Y-U-M-A-B-O-O-M-A. You can follow my son's Instagram page. And now I know that normally sounds really dumb and like, <laughs> oh, great. We're going to look at this guy's fucking kid. Uh, he has a page called My Son, The Meme, all yes. one word. I post a meme using a photo of him every single day. And I have done it for three and a half years of his life <laughs> without missing. I am very proud of that. Uh, it's an amazing accomplishment. It's hilarious. It's, it's, it's Is he the, aware? It's that the you're hardest doing it? thing I do. Yeah, the other day he went, No, nah, daddy, that's me. Don't post picture. <laughs> um, Oh, boy. And, uh, you know, so I'm proud of that. So that's his Instagram. And then you can also uh, catch me wrestling at Bar Wrestling throughout L.A. Uh, we're going to be at Bootleg Theater on January 16th and Baldwin Park on the 31st of January. And then you can also watch me wrestle uh, every single Saturday on KDOC at 4 p.m. on Championship Wrestling from Hollywood. So Twitter is probably where I'm most interactive and Instagram. Cool. I love to talk about movies, toys, and, you know, if you happen to be a wrestling fan, too, that's what I do with my life. And that's also, awesome. we're going to retroactively add you as Anakin to every <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. Them. We're going to reshoot. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Stay tuned. We're going to reshoot all of The Phantom Menace with me replacing Jake Lloyd. Although I'm a big Jake Lloyd fan, yeah. I wish I could have played him. Because you tried to audition when you were a kid. Well, I begged my mom. It but was like, it was like a, she didn't even take her eyes off the newspaper kind of thing. It was like, Mom, Mom, look, Variety says they're looking for someone this age. I mean, I want to. Please, and it was just a quick. Like, you're not in SAG. It was just. Like, <laughs> it was a quick like. Well, you're too old. Yeah, they were looking for someone between like seven and eight or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, uh, like ten. Yeah, and you're like, but, but I can that, look eight. But that was my reason because I, I could look. I looked six. Yeah, <laughs> I, I looked. You were five. Precocious yeah. as hell. First yeah. day of East Lake High School before yeah. we go, Hector. Yeah, and you'll know this because you. I think you went to Olympic View, didn't you? Yes, I did. Okay, <laughs> first day. He's I'm like, walking with my paper. Ninth grade. And an assistant principal comes up to me and says, "Sweetie, are you lost?" <laughs> and I went and I looked at her. I didn't say I didn't make a sound yet. And she went, "Are you are you on the right campus? Are you supposed to be across the street?" <laughs> what was across the street? Olympic View Elementary. Okay. okay. I I am 14 and this woman thinks I'm sixth, sixth grade? grade or under. That's yeah. 12. So That's it's not a, not a difference. big gap, but like Yeah. But my voice sounded like this mm -hmm. since mm -hmm. probably sixth grade. Mm -hmm. And so I just went, no, I go to school here. <laughs> and she was like, for geometry. Oh. And okay. she felt so bad. But mm -hmm. that's how little I looked. And that's how you know I could have played Anakin mm -hmm. before my voice dropped, of course. Exactly. <laughs> and no. like, Kel like Keller said, I could have played teen Anakin, you too. You would have aged yeah. into teen Anakin perfectly. perfectly. Oh. They would have had to put lifts in my boots, so I am extremely short. <laughs> no, they wouldn't have awesome. had to. So is Natalie Portman. Natalie Portman, I think she's like 5'3". That's oh, why I don't she know looks. If my wife would like me reenacting these movies mm. with her. Mm. All right, your wife's doing it too. We're okay, doing it. Right. she can play water. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Guys, uh, come back next week. We're going to be watching a movie called A History of Violence with our good buddy, Mr. Cameron Rice, is coming back for the second time. I think he's going to be our first repeat guest from last year. A History of Violence. Yeah, it's... come back for something completely different. Yeah, completely you different. You guys better have me back on when you get to Mac and me. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. some bad news, Andrew. Well, obviously, that's Wade on the list. It's not on the list. No, we'll have you back for, like, actual E.T. Oh, I don't really like E.T. Okay, fair enough. It's, All like, right. nine years from now, uh, so we'll yeah. find oh, That's we'll true. Find right. You'll watch E.T. E. again before then. All right. And then you'll like it. Guys, thanks for listening. We'll catch you next week. Go rent 
a history of violence if you can and uh follow andrew on social media bye 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 Wait, what's the... <laughs> <laughs>